From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If you are like me, you have waited your whole life to hear Dame Judi Dench talk about skinny dipping. Oh, This is uh, um, Dame Judi, who is a treasure uh, on a podcast called uh, That's Afterlife. Listen to this. How are you with nudism? I mean, are you an, a natural nudist? No. Well, I do the feeling of taking all your clothes off is just heaven, isn't it? I had to do it in a film, though. Which one? Langriche Go Down. And um, with Jeremy, a passionate scene with Jeremy Irons, where she puts cream on her nipples and he licks it off. And after we'd done the scene, we came out and it was tea time. And... <laughs> And the and the um, caterers had made <laughs> meringues for everybody. <laughs> what? Swimming naked is swimming naked is just wonderful. I really recommend it. That is very good. Yeah, you must have done that. Well, I do that because we're lucky and we have a pool, so you can quietly do it sometimes if somebody isn't going to come around suddenly. I don't want to be caught at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With meringue. It's like... <laughs> she worked a lot of stuff into that one little clip, huh? Like It's like Dame listening Judy, to your, your aunt and your grandmother have a convo. Dame Judy loaded up. She came to play during this podcast. How old is she? Oh, geez. I don't even know. Like 100? No, she's 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 not even find out how old she is morning. Uh, yeah, no, Dame Judy came to play, huh? No messing around. No mess. How old is she, more? Eighty six. Eighty six. It's oh. a perfect age. Wow. Did I don't, don't want to hear 86. Jeremy Irons. I don't want to hear nipples. <laughs> that. And then we got out of the pool and they served meringue. This <laughs> <laughs> is the old person thing to enjoy, huh? <laughs> I love that woman. I love that woman. I love that woman. I love that woman. You do you. That is so great. Uh, Did you hear about Dame Judi Dench talking about um, skinny dipping by any chance? How are you with nudism? I mean, are you a natural nudist? Come on. No. Well, I do the feeling of taking all your clothes off is just heaven, isn't it? Yes, it is. I have to do it in a film, though. Uh Which one? Langriche Go Down. And, um... With Jeremy, a passionate scene with Jeremy Irons, mm-hmm. where she puts cream on her nipples and he licks it off. Oh, really? And after we'd done the scene, we came out and it was tea time. And, <laughs> and the, and the um, caterers had made <laughs> meringues for everybody. <laughs> Delightful. Swimming naked. Is Swimming fun. naked is uh-huh. just wonderful. Yes, it is, I really Judy. recommend it. Yes, it is. That is very good. Yeah. You must have done that. Well, I do that. Okay. Because we're lucky and we have a pool, so you can quietly do it sometimes if somebody isn't going to come around suddenly. I don't want to be caught at it. <laughs> right? Speaking facts, Dame Judy Dench is spitting the truth. He's six years old spitting Spit. that truth and enjoying that meringue. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Hey there, what's going on? Did somebody send more slow-mo through? That's what it would sound like if I were... No, you just sound like John Wayne again. Slow motion. No, you just sound like John Wayne again. Uh, somebody a few weeks ago discovered that if you listen to the Razamoka Show podcast at half the speed... <laughs> Which I didn't even know was a thing. And to me, it seems somewhat cruel. Not, uh, not that you can do it, but that you can record it mm -hmm. while you do it. Um, and then when you listen at half the speed in slow-mo, it sounds like <laughs> we're all drunk oh. in this room. Um, so I got a couple more that were sent to us that I'd love to share. Okay. At Caden Wee on Instagram sent us a conversation that he recorded at half speed listening to the podcast when we're talking about <laughs> one of my favorite movies, Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I believe Maury, myself, and Shem mm -hmm. were about to uh, do our impression of Forrest Gump. Gotcha. We have three Forrest Gumps on this show. Mm -hmm. Okay, Maury, Dama Maury, Mocha, and Shem. Mocha, I will say, hands down, pants down, is the <laughs> biggest Forrest Gump <laughs> fan on this show. Okay. Jenny. <laughs> right. Why don't you love me, Jenny? Okay, so that... I, I can't be a judge. I've never seen Forrest Gump. Diva Bouchard, you never watched I've Forrest Gump? I've never seen <laughs> Forrest <What>? Gump. <gasps> All I know Diva, is life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> and that's it. Can I tell you right now? What? That Mocha is just realizing that for the first time ever, he looks old. <laughs> oh, shut up. Not even. Oh, welcome to Please. my house. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a song? It's so cruel. It's not even funny, man. It's just mean. It's just mean. It changes everything. Uh, Gemma out in BC was listening to another podcast episode at half speed when we were discussing with Deepa during the DM Deep Dive, Bussa Wine, oh, one of the most okay. popular segments on the show. Yeah. When you were trying to figure out or learn what, what Bussa Wine, was. Bussa wine yeah. means, right? Yeah. What's that mean, bus of wine? <laughs> What's that mean, bus of wine? What's that what mean? What do you think it means? What do you think bus, bus of wine? wine means? Yeah. yeah. Bus of wine. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, um, either... First of all, how do you think it's spelled bus, before you... Bus of wine. Um, that's easy too. Um, so bus of wine, does it have any? Okay, can I ask uh, two questions? Absolutely. Okay, does it bus of wine? I'm gonna go with the just the two that I know to understand the words. Okay, yeah, sure. Does it have anything to do with drinking? <laughs> no. Does it have anything to do with complaining? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Is that what you wanted to be? What's that? Is that what you wanted to be? No, no, no. Well, that's what I know of Guyanese people. Okay. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Why? So that's what happens when you listen to the Ron Zamoga show, oh, uh, the podcast sake, at half man. speed. So people are sending these to us almost on the daily now. So if you listen we have to so many of them, yeah, if you listen to the podcast at half speed, you find a, a portion of it that you think would be hilarious yeah. for us to hear. Feel free to send it. These came through on email. These things came through uh, from people DMing on us Twitter. on yeah. Twitter as well. But you record them, yeah. send them to us, and uh, and we'll play them. For God's sake. <laughs> you can be okay, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Margarita, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you today? I'm all right. Uh, sounds like you got yourself into some trouble, huh? I do. What happened? I'm in love with my best friend, but he has a girlfriend and an ex-wife who is back in the picture. Oh, what? Jeez. Okay, so yeah. you wrote us this, Ronzamo can fix my life. So I've been in love with my best friend and sleeping with him for a year now, but in the midst of our, quote, friendship, he got a girlfriend and his ex-wife came back into play. Now I want out, but his sweet-talking, charming ways make it difficult to leave. Mm. So <laughs> he's obviously not in love with you. Yeah, no. Okay, so and he- this is just like the arrangement. Like you guys have never talked about in the past year of this situation working towards maybe being boyfriend-girlfriend? Um, in the beginning, I thought it was possible. Yeah. And he said things that made me feel like it could be. But then, I don't I don't know, everything just went wrong. <laughs> it was like a, a switch was split. So, uh, he wants you to be his side piece because you're willing to be the side piece, obviously. Yeah. Basically. Right? I knew you would say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, and, and, and you like the guy and you get along and easy, you know... I know that there's absolutely no future. No, there's no there's no future. And I think that maybe he knows that about you and you're very comfortable with him. And But you're not the girl for him. And the, the ex-wife isn't even the girl for him because he's got a girlfriend too. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but you said, so the ex-wife is back in the picture. How did she get back in the picture? Are they sleeping together again? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Of course okay. they are. Of and, they and, are. and the girlfriend? So the girlfriend doesn't know about the ex-wife? Oh, she knows about both of us. Yeah. She does. We all know about each other. Okay. You all, oh my God. What <laughs> so the hell? What, all what three is this of you stuff? can't figure out that this guy's bad news. What makes this guy so special? What makes this guy so special? We just, we connect on a level that I've never connected with anybody before. Like, but what makes him, but what call- makes, what makes him so special that there's three women in his life that he's all in relationships with all three of the women know about each other. And yet nobody is, nobody's bailing. What, what is it about this guy that has allowed this to happen? I don't know. That's what I've been trying to figure out. And it's driving me crazy. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to salvage a friendship here. And I don't think I can. Well, no, you're not, you're not going to salvage can. the friendship because you started sleeping with him. <sighs> I know. I've tried to stop that too. That's, yeah, yeah, but you can't go back to, it's not, it's never going to go back to normal, right? You can't, you can't spend a year sleeping with your quote unquote best friend. who was actually your boyfriend, not your best friend that you were sleeping with. Um, you can't, yeah. you can't do that for a year and then expect to go back and have a regular friendship. 
it's just not going to, it's not going to happen. So there's, yeah, there's no way. Right. So the, you know, I, I think that you need to, what you need to come to terms with is you're either super comfortable with being second side piece or, yeah. or, or you need to start getting comfortable real quick that this guy isn't the friend that you maybe thought he was and doesn't think about you in the same way that you think about him. And you need to start thinking of your life without him in it. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Like just when f- you found full, out, full stop, clean break. Yeah, Margarita, done, when you out. found out that he had a girlfriend and an ex, were you still, or sorry, and his ex girlfriend came back, were you still like sleeping with them during that entire time? We stopped for a bit and then it started up again. Huh. And this was after all three of you, the three women, knew of each other? Yeah. How long was he separated for? Um, a year. So were, was there a crossover? Were you sleeping with him while he was still married? No. Was she, was the was the girlfriend sleeping with him while he was still married? No, she just popped up like six months ago. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Wait, where yeah. did they meet? I guess it doesn't matter. Um, online. <laughs> oh, okay. Where did you guys meet? How long have you guys been friends? Um, see, that's another complicated thing. I think we call each other best friends, so it makes it more excusable to be acting the way we're acting. But because I've only been hanging out with him for about a year and a bit. Oh, so, <laughs> so you, what the hell? Okay, so hold on, hold on here. <laughs> So you, you guys, you were a hookup when you met. Yeah. Oh, so this isn't some long friendship that yeah. you guys spent years uh, not being able to control your, your love and lust for each other. And then you accidentally wound up into bed and you're dealing with that. You guys started as a hookup. Yeah, but he's like a, a fresh new best friend because we spent like our together. When you said best friend, in my mind, I'm thinking like friends. 12, 13, 14, 15 years, you know this guy. Do you guys have like... No. You, no. So you have no mutual friends. Well, we have tons of mutual friends, but... Yeah, but you don't have circles. like that history of best friends. No. No, no. Like traditional. No. You, oh, okay. So Girl. stop this thing. <laughs> do you want to do do be the side piece? No. Okay. Hey, walk away. Walk away. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> and I don't mean just the side piece. Okay. Every time I try to walk away, okay, yeah. the, the longest we've gone without talking to each other is like four days, and he'll slowly start to creep back onto my Instagram or stuff and start liking all my posts. Yeah. Or he'll find another way. He'll find of another course. way to get in contact yes, with me. So, Margarita, here's what and you I, do you unfollow him from all social platforms. If he's following you on anything, you block his ass so he can't have any way of getting in touch with you, and you also delete him from your, your, your phone. And if I see him in person or if he shows up at my house... Why is he going to show up at your house? <laughs> because he always has this inferiority complex of winning me back. But he doesn't want you back. There is no back. Yeah, he wants you because it's easy. Because I'm so confused. Because he's got three girls! Maybe you're that good. <laughs> Well, I know I am. But. Okay, but maybe. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Maybe you're maybe you're that good, but you're just not the kind of girl he's ever going to settle down with. <laughs> I don't think he's going to settle down with anybody ever. Well, yeah. then, well, see, well, if you know that, then stop yeah, it right yeah. now. And, it unless, all ends uh, today. Unless you're fine being second side piece. That sounds so brutal. This is why I called you guys. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what to do. I know. All right, go yeah. do it. I need it. I needed to hear uh, Roz's brutal yeah. honesty. No, nobody, nobody wants, nobody wants to be second side piece. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Do love you. Right All right. Love you. Bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. All right, yo, I got this uh, trending topic that I want to share with you guys. And if you guys want to use this opportunity to confess anything, feel free because it's married people are sharing the secrets they will never tell their spouse. Oh, wow. For example, and some of these are really wild. Okay. 
I made out with my husband's older brother and sister while he was in the other room. I'll never tell him what happened. At the same time? That is a wild family. A week before I married my wife, I got really drunk with my best friend, a man just like me, and we ended up making out and doing other stuff. During the whole ceremony, we kept exchanging awkward glimpses. We never discussed what happened with each other. I never told my wife or anyone, but I still think about the experience and get all hot and bothered. That's like striking vipers. That's like Black Mirror. Oh, no! Why did you bring that up? Oh, no! Right? You know, for the longest time... That's exactly what that is. You know, Striking Vipers scarred me, right? And for the longest time, I completely (laughs) forgot. Yeah. And you know what now? Yeah. During the entire time that I was watching Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. (laughs) And for the the amount of times I've seen Anthony Mackie, I didn't even think about Striking Vipers. Yeah, man. And now all I can think about is Falcon and Winter Soldier doing that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But But everybody was cool with it, though, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it wasn't a secret there. I mean, it was at first, but, you know. Spoiler alert, by the end, everybody knew. Yeah. Um, so, again, married people are sharing the secrets. They'll never tell their spouse. My was husband it the, thinks. Was it, was it a polar bear? Or was it a. Yeah, there was yeah, a polar, was a polar bear. bear. Yeah. Hey, thanks, cool. uh, my husband thinks I finished my bachelor's degree. I didn't. I oh, dropped out and faked geez. it for the last semester. That was five years ago. And now we're married, and I still haven't told him. Oh, wow. Um, let's see here. I was in love with my husband's cousin and had a semi-sexual relationship with him before he stated he wanted to be just friends. I moved on with my now husband a month or so after that, and we're happily married, but I still think of his cousin and what could have been. He broke my heart by ending things. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I went through a six-month period of shoplifting. I wasn't in the best frame of mind, and I just couldn't stop. One time, I got caught by security at Target, and thankfully, they let me go. It could have ended much, much worse. My husband would not be okay with that information, and I will never tell him. Really, huh? I don't have anything like that. I don't have any... Yeah, Maury, Maury's, I've never seen, just by the way, if you're, if you're, if you're wondering what is happening right now, I've never seen Maury more busy than he is yeah, right I now know. in that other room. Sorry, I can't join the conversation, guys. There's just so much work in here. Like, <laughs> Nothing you want to confess, he's eh, using, He's using both hands on yeah. his mouth. <laughs> Somebody else wrote, I posed for Playboy when I was 18, and I kept it a secret from my husband for years. One day, wow. I finally told him. It's not something that comes up in conversation very naturally, and he had no problem with it. Oh, oh look who wants cool. to join the conversation oh, now. here comes Hi, Maury. Damn, Maury. I want see. me to tell you something that I've never said? Yeah. It better be good. Is it comparable to these? Because you know that you, you've been listening to this. I once had a meeting with an internet with the opportunity of joining their staff. What do you mean joining their staff? Like working in accounting or HR? No, yeah, right. You're such a liar. Bro, but, come but, on. But I might get in trouble for this. I didn't get the job. My cousin Billy did. Oh, excuse me. How come we've never heard of cousin Billy? Yeah. I have a cousin Billy. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's cousin Billy? Why did Billy get the job and you didn't? A little better looking. Yeah, little better looking. <laughs> so, Bro, I don't believe this story at all. No, You're such a liar. Okay, so so what? You answered an ad, or they scouted you in a mall like you were a teenager. No, I knew people in that were doing it. I knew people that were doing it, and people would, I guess, pay for tokens and watch. 
<laughs> they tell you to leave. Yeah, by the way, get that, out. That whole thing was bleeped, and you don't want to know. Yeah. Okay? Don't like. <laughs> they're like, bring back Cousin Billy. Yeah. Don't come in. I tell you guys no. great stories, and you don't no, believe them. Because no, because they're not true. It's not true. Okay, I got one more. Yeah. Uh, married people sharing secrets that they'll never tell their spouse, okay? Yeah. When I get out of the shower, I always dry off with a towel. However, for some reason, my butt crack is never dry enough. So every time I walk into the bedroom to get dressed, I secretly use my husband's side of the blanket to finish drying my butt crack. Oh. <laughs> That's more gross than mine. Wow. Wow. You know what's funny, though, with Maury? Let me, out of all the things, Maury, that you've done that you actually would never tell, you came in here saying, oh, my God, the one secret I have is something you didn't do. Like you're hanging, you're hanging on to something as a secret, but it's something you didn't do. But you I didn't. could have done it. <laughs> you could have done a lot of things. <laughs> Channing Tatum. That's still not a secret. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Yeah? Yeah, just chilled. Just it, the exact same weekend as I've had for the past. <laughs> yeah? Like almost 16 months now. Really, huh? Yeah. I I stay bar- home. Go for walks. Yeah. We do big long walks every single day yeah. around the neighborhood, and that was it. We, like uh, my day today is yeah. not going to be any different from my day that's on it. Saturday or yesterday. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, Maury got a new haircut. Look at that; it's very distinct. Who did that? I did it myself. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you supposed to do? Turn sideways. Like which way? Uh, like just turn your head to the side. Oh. You know what sideways means? Now the other side. Now, hold on, just wait. Again, one more time. You have a tape measure in your bag? What's that? You have a tape measure? Turn your head sideways, Maureen. No, no, the other way. God damn, man. I just keep saying it. Look at that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Uneven. Uh, it's a little, yeah. But listen, you know I, what, though? I'm not going to hate on the guy. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, not Like, that. have you tried looking in the mirror and pointing to things? Yeah. Why did you ask Matthew to help yeah, you? Yeah, why doesn't your husband help you? Oh, I did his. Yeah. And then I did my own. But why didn't he do yours? Oh, he's way too busy. Yeah. Turn <laughs> sideways again? Okay, that side is okay. Like yeah. that's that side's actually not bad. Kind of blended, okay. all right. Now turn this side. <laughs> yeah, that one's okay. like where here. That's, no, the line. Yeah. You no, tried to do like yeah. a fade, right? Yeah. Do you know but, how hard that is? You have to yeah, go to so school for show, that. Show me the left side of your face now. Okay. Okay. See that's so the fade. That the side, fade looks all right there. Yeah, the fade looks good there, man. Now let me see the right side. Yeah. It's like you just stopped. So Matt, Matthew cleaned up the back, though, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you can't do your own back. No. 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 Okay. Yeah. Now so are turn you, are you, all the way around. Let me see the bald spot. Yeah, let me see the back. There's no bald spot. No, there Hold is though. Let me okay, just see. Let me see the back here. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh wow, yeah. dude. But why did two you? Now. Why did you feel the need that? Like, why did you feel that you needed a haircut? Your hair was fine. Oh, it's just getting a little bit messy. Okay, truth. I'm on TV today, so I wanted to look a little bit better. You cut your own hair because you have to be on television today. That is the worst decision anybody's ever made. Yeah, bro. You want a hat? <laughs> you can't. What are you doing on TV for? Talking about pride. You're going on a sh- Oh my God, Maury. With hair like that? Don't let them see the right side of your head. <laughs> yeah, don't. Well, I, I have a, I like a super gay you, rainbow hat. You have like a wear. fastener that you can put on there, like what yeah. they did at Royal Weddings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that. Make sure you put it on your right side, though. Okay. Because that side's a little <laughs> junky. Okay. Yeah, and I say that with love, right? I the, got a Sharpie. We can like color some of it in. I would maybe recommend that. I mean, yeah. your reaction to me doing my own hair could have been a lot worse. Like how? You could have been like, oh my God, dude, go home. 
Go home. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't ask you to go home for a bad haircut. <laughs> like that would just be super cruel. I don't even know if that's legal to send somebody home from work because of a bad haircut. <laughs> Certainly not in 2021 at the beginning of Pride Month. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Jeez. So, but are you are you you're okay with it though, right? Obviously. Yeah. Did you trim your eyebrows down too? Take your glasses off for a second. Where'd you go? Did you trim your eyebrows down? In the middle, yeah, with tweezers. Yeah, you went too far, man. Let me see. Look. That, 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 oh my God. that Bro, left you're... eyebrow, more yeah. your left eyebrow starts in the middle of your yeah. eye. Your, bra- your brows are uneven now, too. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm can- oh I will God. not be on BT then. Jeez, man. <laughs> are you sure you don't want the Sharpie? Okay, take your, gla- take, your- take your glasses off again and keep your head really straight for me. Okay, look straight ahead. Look straight ahead. Maury, okay, your <laughs> your left eyebrow, hold up your left hand for me. Okay, that's your left hand. Now, now look straight ahead. Your left eyebrow, okay, starts at your pupil. Like the beginning of it is like right uh-huh. at your pupil. Too far. It, too far, <laughs> man. Now I have to like what, do the other side to even it out? What did you trim with? <laughs> Tweezers. Tweez- How long were you in there for? It looks like an hour and a half. <laughs> Just going at it. Anyway. <laughs> You look good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to be great on TV today. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, LeBron James has a show on LeBron HBO Sports James. called The Shop. Oh, is this the barbershop thing? That, uh, yeah. yeah, I got you. Uh, President Barack Obama was a, a guest on one episode. Drake has been there. Um, the late Chadwick Boseman has been a guest on the show. A uh, bunch of different people from like sports entertainment politics yeah. world. Uh so this past weekend Jay-Z was one of the guests. And it was it was Jay-Z and like four other people who were there, but the entire conversation it was only 30 minutes. The, the episodes are 30 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh the entire thing was basically everyone asking Jay-Z about his life and his career. Right. It was all Jay-Z stories. Yeah. Like LeBron told like a couple of things, a couple of stories. Bad Bunny was also a guest who uh He's an artist, but also he appeared at WrestleMania recently. <laughs> yeah. So they're asking him about training for WrestleMania. But all the questions kept going back to Jay-Z. Of course. Asking Jay-Z to talk, right? Because yeah. he was a guy who's been like literal, like started from the bottom kind of sure. story up to business enterprise, right? Yeah. Uh, and a couple of key things he was asked about or he talked about. And I didn't know that Jay-Z didn't know how to swim. And that he learned, like me, as an adult, after his first kid was born. So how old would he have been then, roughly? Like late Older 40. than you, right? Yeah, yeah late yeah, 40s yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but this is him talking about learning how to swim for the first time. And what his <laughs> his um, his inspiration to learn how to swim came What from. is it right. like for you guys? Because my dad's a girl dad. I'm one of four daughters. As fathers with daughters, like, what is it like in this, this world This person now? speaking right now, yeah, she's a WNBA amazing. player. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a very grounding thing, you know. Like, like the minute, I didn't learn how to swim until Blue was born. That's incredible. Wow. Wow. There, goes, the there, there goes everything you need to know. Because if she ever felt that, that this is a metaphor for how I, our relationship. Right. If she ever fell in the water and I couldn't get her, I couldn't even like fathom that thought. Right. I got to learn how to swim. And, you know, that's it. And that, that, that was the beginning of our relationship. I thought about, uh, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame. And I got the announcer. I was like, well, wait, like congrats. Taking, congrats. Taking, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was taking, thank you guys, Absolutely. I was taking Blue to school. I was like, this ain't no celebration. 
<laughs> she walked away. I was like, yo. Your dad's in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah, dad, kiss. Yeah. I'm in the Hall of Fame. He's <laughs> like, bye, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting dissed by your own kid after you find out you're making it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, that's what happens, though, right? That's the reality of it. Uh, and then he tells us great story about DMX. In 99, Jay-Z was part of this tour that he and his crew put together called the Hard Knock Life Tour. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Massive tour. Yeah. Right, right yeah. around the world. It was Jay-Z, uh, Ja Rule, Red Man and Method Man. Ja Rule. Uh, DMX, yeah. right? And DMX was the second last. He was like opening for Jay-Z. Yeah. So I went DMX and then I went Jay-Z. And this part of uh, Jay's story, talking to LeBron James in the shop, He's talking about DMX and like just being intimidated by this performance before he has to go out mm -hmm. and close the entire show. My fondest memory of DMX uh, is he, he improved my stage show. So X is about to go on and I'm like, you know, I want to see. I got like X a is little, before you. Yes. X is going before yep. me. The lights are up. He's in the hallway. He goes, it goes, doom, doom. And now the, 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 the arena is shaking. And I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> and then it goes doom doom, and then he goes, <laughs> and the <laughs> arena goes crazy. <laughs> First of all, it's deafening, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's running back and forth. He has a thing like a Alize and Hennessy mix. It looks like blood, <laughs> like he's drinking blood, <laughs> right? And he's running back and forth. One, one, two, one, two, and he goes, yeah. one, two. and going halfway through the show. Then he takes his shirt off. And the girls are screaming. And the dog chain. Yeah, the dog yeah. chain is dripping and he's going nuts, right? And I'm like, <laughs> This is halfway through. Now the first the guys are going crazy. Now the girls are going crazy. And then he gets to the end and he starts a prayer. Oh my god. And now they're crying. Yeah. The whole arena <laughs> is crying. Yeah. They're crying tears. And I'm like, they're like, hey, now you go. <laughs> you're going after DMX and perform Hard Knock Life oh like that. Oh my god, that's, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Bonjour, Marie Michelle. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh my god, no way. Yeah, how you doing? Good, you? Good. Here's a text we got from Marie Michelle. Want to make Roz feel old. I've been listening to the show since grade nine. I graduated from university and I'm now living in Quebec, working full time. Wow. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Why Why do that? Why do that? Well, because, like, you've been feeling old for the last, like, forever, so why not? <laughs> the last forever. <laughs> like, uh, that just hurts. Oh, damn. So, uh, in Quebec, uh, bonjour, it breaks, my, it breaks my heart that we've raised mean adults. Oh, through damn. this show. I thought we were going to raise, and we started this show all those years ago, and we had a lot of kids listening. I was like, man, you know what's going to be great is that this whole generation of kids that are growing up on this show are going to grow up to be really good, just like compassionate, kind people. Yeah, and decent the, human beings. The opposite happened. Yeah, they're the, all trolls. They're all trolls. Every mm -hmm. single one of you. Mm -hmm. But it's fun though, right, Marie? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what brought you out to, uh, to Quebec? What are you doing out there? Well, I, I have family that lives out here so i'm living in a small town like an hour away from quebec city oh, oh okay wow. what are you doing um i do quotes for a small um metal company oh that's cool right oh i like 
is living yeah. in the city. Yeah, I always, uh, I'm always skeptical of guys who work in metal. I, I, I think that they tend to have affairs on their wives. Oh damn! Ow. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. Same, same thing with guys who who drive limos. Same thing with guys who own boats. Those three things. If yeah. you if you work with metal, drive a limo, own a boat, yeah. you're probably going to cheat on your wife. Uh, there's guys in the shop that do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> told you. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong with this Confirm stuff. Confirm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. How do you wrong. know this? Is it because you've heard the conversations? Well, because one of my um, friends in the like office. She uh, is getting a divorce, and she was dating. A, she was with a guy in the shop, there you and now go. he's with someone else. Told you. Oh damn. Told you. Yeah. You no, know, huh? Yeah. I know where the cheaters yeah. hide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is incredible. We appreciate the fact that you uh, that you reached out and that you're still listening and enjoying the show all the way out there in Quebec. Uh, we love you for it. We love you for the support between Roz and Mocha. Who's your favorite? Oh man. Um. 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 I don't know. Mocha. <sighs> Sorry. Here's the, did you, you have, it's been Mocha all along. You just didn't want to hurt my feelings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Uh, Marie, you have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. You too. Love you guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, so we know every generation has their own uh, nickname, right? So you got the boomers, you got Generation X, Millennials, Generation Z, right? Mm -hmm. So apparently now there is like a sub-generation, okay. which bridges two generations okay. that we all need to, to know about right now because I feel like this term is going to be thrown around a lot more. They're named the Zillennials. No. Yeah. No. A zillennial is anyone born three years before the end of millennials and or three years after the start of Generation Z. So anywhere between 92 and 98. Here's the problem is that nobody wants to be everybody. Everybody loved being a millennial, mm -hmm. right? Everybody loved being until they all started losing their minds. Right. And now everybody is doing all their best to distance themselves from all the millennials who lost their minds. Uh, because now what's happening is that Gen Z is losing their minds even more than the millennials ever lost their minds. Right. And so they don't want to be a part of anything. So they're like, just call us something different. Did you hear? Uh, I think this was like last week. Didn't someone point out or there was like another phrase or another name for like older millennials. They were being called like geriatric millennials. Yeah, or elder right? millennials. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that where Catherine's in that sort of boat, right? Catherine yeah. just turned 37, uh -huh. right? So she's that sort of like elder millennial kind of thing mm -hmm. where she identifies more with Gen X than she does with the younger millennials because sure. somebody in that sort of older millennial uh, demographic, they still remember what an unplugged world looked like, sure. right? Like they were, they they were they were old enough to remember what an unplugged world looked like when the house first got the internet, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, where, don't call them geriatric millennials, though. They don't like it. They don't like that at <laughs> all, right? They don't. So we now got the the uh, zillennials, right? So again, between ninety two and ninety eight. Right. So according to one zillennial, uh, when talking about music, they're kind of like sweet spot. For tracks yeah. is anything released between 2007 and 2011. Yes, yeah, so when, when they were, were, when they were like 10, 11 uh -huh. years old, right? So, for example, for a Zillennial, this is like a classic joint from 2007, okay? Yep. When the sun shines, 
Oh, yeah. Umbrella. Rihanna and Jay-Z. You guys were in junior high listening to this. I was passed out on a dance floor listening to this. Another one. From 2008. Yeah. Flow Rod and T-Pain. Yeah. Also from that same year, man. If you, if you were 11 at this time, you were you you were peaking in some real great years for music. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, in 2008, that same year, a song that went completely viral and like took over everywhere. Yeah. A zillennial will enjoy this. Crank that by Soldier Boy? No. You know this song. No, I did. Never heard it before. You never caught it on the dance floor? No, I'm, I'm listening to this song for the very first time right now. Zillennials are shocked. No, I, I would. Hearing you say this. Uh, I would run from this song <laughs> in 2007. This was Again, the, the, the sweet spot for Zillennials for their musical taste is anywhere between 2007 and 2011. Uh, song of the Summer from 2010 was this. Oh, hell yeah. Another track a uh, Zillennial may totally be into is from 2011, this one. Yeah, yeah. And from that same year, Roz, a song that went viral that guaranteed you will know because everybody knows it. We all clowned on it. I'm sure Zillennials clowned on it and then grew up to absolutely loving it. Maybe, maybe loving it. It's Friday. So three years before the end of the millennials, three years after the start of Gen Z, they're calling that time period between 92 and 98 uh, Zillennials. Right. And these are the kind of tracks that they'd be into. So they, they peaked. What are the years their musical taste peaked again? Uh, 20, uh, 2007 and 2011. 2011, right? yeah. Good years. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me play you this clip here of Emma Thompson talking about how much she hates underpants. Sorry, what? <laughs> Excuse me? So Emma Thompson stars alongside Emma Stone in Cruella. Yeah. And as we've been talking about it for the last couple of days, the outfits, the costuming in Cruella is just like beyond. It's mm-hmm. so incredible. Um, but Emma Thompson's problem is that when you go into a very costume heavy film, there's certain things that you need to wear under those costumes that make the costumes look great on camera. Okay. One of those things are like just underpants. However, Emma Thompson's problem is she's not a fan at all of underpants. I don't like underwear full stop. I mean, I stopped wearing underwear a long time ago. It's not my scene. I don't like comfortable underwear. I find comfortable underwear uncomfortable. So, you know, the underwear that was required to turn me into that shape was what can only be described as industrial. So um, it was like the fourth bridge. You know, and 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 just just getting me into it. But as I, I was saying earlier, it's like squeezing a tube of toothpaste in the middle. If you squeeze it hard enough, then 
things will come up and go down and, and make the shapes. But it's yeah. like you're dealing with sort of a plasticine person. <laughs> so Emma Thompson doesn't wear underwear she at doesn't all? Doesn't wear underwear at all. I've never been the no underpants guy. Me neither. I couldn't I've, I tried it. Yeah, I tried it. I have as well, and I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It just felt weird. Why did you try it? For what reason did you try it? Out of curiosity. Out of curiosity. Yeah, see what okay. it was like just to wear yeah. pants. Yeah. And that was it. I stopped wearing underwear for a while because I wanted people to know I stopped wearing underwear. Huh? Like, I, I only did it. Hoping somebody would ask? No, like, just hey, are you that, wearing... they would, that they would notice. But how would they notice? Because you, you and I wear very different jeans. My jeans are tight. Yeah. Your jeans are oh. not. It would be very difficult for somebody to see you not wearing underpants. Right. And to call you out on it. Right. The jeans I wore, uh-huh. it was very easy to tell oh. that I was not wearing any underpants. Oh. Conversation starter. Conversation starter. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Maury. Out. Out. I don't need you in here. With those, <laughs> Maury, have you ever seen a smile that big on Maury? I know. I can see your wisdom teeth. You're smiling so big, dude. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. A lot went down on uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Didn't watch so, any of it. So, first of all, uh, Howie hit his golden, bu- golden buzzer for a nurse choir. Really? Yeah. So, listen to this, first of all. They sound beautiful together. needs you. Woo! It was beautiful, heartfelt. I had chills when all of you were singing. I just want to stand by you so that I can do this. So when yes. you say a nurse choir. Yeah, all nurses. Yeah, yeah. all nurses all like nurses. from the same hospital? Uh, or from that like I don't know. Different places. No, different places. Um, but yeah, nurse choir. And then we get to... Um, 10-year-old Peter Rosalita. Okay. And there's always, like, one kid who just blows everybody away. So here's the introduction now to 10-year-old Peter Rosalita. You have that there. What is your name? My name is Peter Rosalita. Oh, how old are you, Peter? I'm 10 years old. And where are you from? I was born in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates, but I am a Filipino citizen. What would you do with the million dollars if you win this amazing competition? I would buy a Nintendo Switch. Only one? A laptop for my online school. You realize you've only spent about $1,500 so far. Yes. That's so sweet. Nintendo Switch and a laptop. Yeah. Why not? That's all you need. So, yeah. So, uh, here, listen to the kid now. What the hell? 
Like nobody yeah, X yeah, them out, yeah. right? No, 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 not. no. Uh, but yeah, so kicking off right, man. I love every year when there's like this, I don't know. To me, if I'm like, it amazes me when somebody who's 10 can do like, has the ability to do something so well. Yeah. Like it's it, I, like, where does that come from? Like, cause you need so much other than just talent to be able to stand on that stage. You need confidence. You need like self-esteem. You need uh, timing. You need a good family. Yeah. You, you need, need practice. You need practice. Like you need so much other than just being able to sing well. Mm-hmm. And then you're ten and you go out and crush it. Yeah. It's wild to me. Yeah. This guy is incredible. Yo, his family That's must nice. be so proud right now. When they were watching this last Woo! night, damn. That note, though. Here comes, here comes. Holy here cow, comes. the range. And this was on the AGT uh, season premiere of AGT. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Good for him. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Deepa's here again, and we're going to make a phone call real quick, Roz, uh, because somebody hit us up, listens to the DM deep dives that we do here every day, okay. and is a huge fan of it. Huge fan of our show. Okay. And she wants to get a phone call from us. Uh, it's her 23rd birthday, by the way, but from us specifically because Deepa's in the room. Okay. Hello? Logan, happy birthday. It's Razamoka and Deepa's here as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So Logan is on uh, or used to be on the show The Next Step, which airs on Family Channel. Yes. And is a huge fan of the Razamoka show. Oh yeah? Yes, I am a huge fan. I've been watching for so long. I used to watch with my mom when she'd drive me to set, and now I'm watching by myself when I'm driving to work. Oh, Oh, that's crazy. And what's your what's your what's your plan for your birthday cuz you can't do much? Yeah, we can't do much. So, we're going to order some sushi, which I'm su- super excited about. Mm. And then I'll just see a few friends on Saturday. Nothing too exciting. So, uh what we can do right now is you're a big fan of the uh, DM deep dive that we do with Deep every day, right? Yes, yes, I love that segment. Would you like to do a live DM deep dive like if there was something that you were going to write us? <gasps> Nice. But we'll give you the opportunity to sort of ask it live now. You can. Yes. Um. Hmm. I would love to know. Mm, what would I ask you guys? There's so many questions. Um, <laughs> no pressure. I would love to know what. Um. What's your guys' favorite part of doing the show? That's probably my biggest oh. question. Um, you know what? Let's start with uh, let's start with Deepa because uh, it's only been recent that you've been on the show a hell of a lot more mm-hmm. than before. Do you have? An answer for this? Yeah, I do. I, I, I mean, for me, it's been surreal because I've been a fan of the show for so long, and I know that right. so many people across the city, across the country, love you guys, and they want to have that connection point with you. So I feel like these DM deep dives have been so awesome because 
we're able to connect with people and mm-hmm. they freak out when you guys actually yeah. answer their questions. Right. And the response <laughs> has been so great. So I love seeing how happy people are when they get that interaction with you. So that's my favorite part. Nice. What's yeah, your favorite part? Fun. My favorite part of the show yeah. is when it's over. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I change my wow. answer? <laughs> Damn. Not because I don't like doing it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No, right? No, I love, listen, I love doing the show, but if you ask me what my favorite part of the show is, there's a moment when we all sort of look around the room and we know it's done. Yeah. Uh, I get right. a feeling in me that starts sort of like in the back of my neck and then it goes down through my body and then down through my legs as oh. I sit in my chair. And I love that feeling of another one down. Like, I yeah. love that feeling yeah. of of it's done, right? Um, so, yeah. Right. So, uh, my favorite part of the show is when it's over. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for to me, going my favorite part of the show is, uh, is pretty much like from beginning to end. I have multiple favorite parts. I love the conversations that we have. Mm-hmm. I love the laughs that we get to have and make each other laugh. And uh, just the experience of being here with you guys and doing this show is my is my favorite. Yeah, I, I love the show. You guys always make me laugh. And I know you guys might hang up on me, but I really love Maury too. He makes me laugh all the Listen, time. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's hanging up. I will, I will say this. There There are days where if I go home and I think about something over and over in my head of something that happened on the show, it's usually because I I often question whether in the moment I should have been more attentive to Maury's medical needs when he starts (laughs) starts wheezing because because there's often times when Maury will start wheezing and it sounds so funny on the radio that we just let him wheeze, right? That we that we just let that we just let him wheeze, and then I and then I wonder I, if I'm at home, I'm like I I don't even have it in my head. I don't have a line in my head of like how far will I let a wheeze go before he takes another breath before you step in and offer some sort of medical assistance. Like, raise your hand right? if you need help. Yeah, like we don't have a safe word in here, Maury. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of doing the show. Yeah, is the couple of times I've had the opportunity of touching you. Oh, see, oh, you know what? Again, right? don't do that. That's right. I'm gonna let you die next time, man. Right? You just, you just, you just keep wheezing. You keep wheezing. Hey, Logan, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for uh, hitting us up, and uh, we just hope that you have the the best birthday ever. I know it's second COVID birthday can't really do much, but we are sending you so much love today. Thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Hope you guys have a great day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, um, as somebody who, are you saying that you watch the Kardashians? Or are you still saying that you get all your information from friends who watch Kardashians? A very close friend who watches <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the Kardashians <laughs> and then like lets me know what's going on. So there is this clip from the new episode of Keeping Up, mm-hmm. as I believe people call it. Yeah. Um, where K U W T K, where Courtney talks about the pressure uh, from Chris to get back together with Scott Disick. Listen to this. Oh my God! But the two of them, from yes. what I've heard, oh, it's just oh. nonstop drama. Is that what it is? From what you've All heard, all the time. <laughs> and there's only so much one okay. person could take. All right, and I'm talking about both of them. Okay, from what I've heard, all right. there's nothing that I would love more than to see you live your life and grow old with someone, be happy and content and peaceful, and. It would always be so fabulous if it was the dad of your children, you know? Wouldn't that be a dream? (laughs) And I think it, you know, he fits well with all of us because we've all been around each other for so long. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I think at this stage, from what he tells me, he would love for it to be you and him. He's a talker. My whole family, for a couple years now, love to just bring up me and Scott getting back together. It's frustrating. I don't yeah. think we've really given ourselves, like, the time of one of us, like, not being with someone else. And you're not under, like, pressure or a time thing. No, I'm good. Let me tell you something. So that's a preview of tonight's episode. And me, go ahead. The two of them? Who, Disick and uh, Courtney? And Courtney, yeah. yeah. They are, in my opinion, destined to be together. You think so? You're yes. with the mom on this. Yes. I'll tell you why. Interesting. Because every single time, they always come back together. They yeah. always come back to one another. Well, they got three kids, right? No, I know that. Yeah. But they always, there's some, there's there's a connection there. Oh, between. you think it's true love. It, it, it's 100% true love. Yeah, interesting. There's something, as much as they drive each other crazy, yeah. as much as there's so much drama, they always come back. Yeah. And... There's like little glimpses of true love in that okay. relationship. Okay. They can't stay away but from no, one so, another. So as a as an expert of the show, when they do when they come back together cuz they yeah. I, I they got together I'm just reading here. It's been off and on. It was off and on from 2006 to 2015. Yeah. Right? That's a lot of years in there. Completely. So when they are together, I imagine they are great together. But when they do separate, what have been some of the reasons why they split and then come back and split? And oh, come it's back? always are him. They, it's always him. Yeah, it's always okay. him. It's always his attitude. It's always his right. it's his drinking. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure he was into he was doing drugs at one point, like yeah. a while ago. It's always been drinking though. Right. Um, and just being a little bit too friendly with right. other women when he's out doing like club gigs and stuff like that, making appearances where Courtney's you. not there. This is I all information you. I'm getting from my friend, right? Yeah, I hear you. No, no, no. Like, you don't have to worry. Like regurgitating. Yeah, you have very great memory you have uh, from conversations with somebody that you will never mention. Um <laughs> they're very private. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's it. Courtney and Scott all yeah, day. Really? At huh? the end of the day, okay. it's going to be them. All right. That's what my friend believes. Anyway, that's what's going on on the uh, Kardashians tonight. Oh, my friend will be very excited. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Long time fan. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, was... A fan that left but came back, but what do you mean? Uh, I'm excited to be back. What do you mean? You, you dumped us for a while? I moved to Australia. Oh, are wow. you in, are you in Australia right now? No, no, I'm back now. I'm back. Right. How long were you in Australia for? Uh, two years. Oh, damn! Nice. Would you go there for a girl? Uh, no, actually, work. Work. <laughs> uh, what, what kind of do? what kind of work you do? Like, oh, where you can gotta, I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go for it. Making didgeridoos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Training quite, kangaroos. Right. Not quite. No. Okay. Actually, I worked here. Yeah. I got laid off, and I just opened up a, a map one day, like an old-school map, closed my eyes, put my finger down, and moved to Australia. Right. Oh, new maps still have Australia on them, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, okay. I got that. I got okay, that. just so you know. I mean, you know, not okay. using digital. Not so using digital. <laughs> you go to Australia, and what do you do for a living out there? Honestly, at first, I just got a job on the beach working at a bar. Uh, <laughs> how'd that go for you? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, did, right? you have some, did you have some yeah. fun? Yeah, you know. Of yeah. course I did. Were you were you single when you went down there, or did you leave somebody here behind? Uh, no, I was single when I went down there. Yeah. So you hook up with tourists and stuff? 
Uh, I did my business, you know. You did my business. <laughs> I did my business, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how long did that take you to fall into that groove of where you're the, the Canadian in Australia, go Commonwealth, and uh, you start hooking up with tourists? Honestly, a week. A week. Oh, uh, yeah, damn, bro. Honestly, once you tell them you're, Cana- Mr. You tell them you're Canadian. Mr. Yeah. International. <laughs> they love Canadians, what can I say? So were you were you hooking up with locals or were you hooking up with other tourists? Uh, a little bit of both. A little mm. bit. Did you get, like, somebody teach you how to surf and all that stuff? Like, did you do it upright? Actually, I did, yeah. surprisingly. Yeah, I did the whole thing. Did you fall in love with her? Uh, you know what? I had a rule. I didn't want to, right? Because I knew it was going to come back home. <laughs> Uh, how do you have a? How do you, that, that, that's a junk rule, man. You can't you can't say I'm never gonna fall in love. Like it's, it's not that I'm not gonna fall in love, but okay. you know you can't get too attached because reality does kick back in. You know. Oh, how gosh. how old are you? How old are you? Me, I'm 33 now. Yeah. So when you were out there though, and the surfer girl taught you how to surf, and you guys were hooking up, like what if you fell in love with her? Yeah, I don't or know. Or how, how do you know? How do you know that she didn't fall in love with you? Did you break her heart? Well, no, it's not that because oh. like she had to go back as well to where she came from, right? Where did she come from? Germany. Oh, so when you're, how do you not fall in love when you're out in the ocean and you're both like sitting on surfboards <laughs> and sweaty in the sun, tasting like salt? Like when you're both just like sitting there and you're so alone, the only two people in the entire world. How does that not break your heart? Like how do you not fall in love in that moment? It it does get hard, obviously. That's right? what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> but the thing is, when you kind of both know, it's kind of that, you know, that sad story where you know you're going to be a part, so let's just enjoy the moment for yeah. what it is. But do, you ha- but do you say that to her? Like when you're there, do you guys have a conversation <laughs> about this isn't going anywhere, so let's just enjoy the moment? Or or do, is, it, is it just understood? Like do you have to say the words? <laughs> It's understood and unspoken. It is unspoken, Damn. huh? All right, then. It's kind, of a, it's kind of an Aussie thing, to be honest. Right? Really? Explain that. Aussies, Explain they, that. They, they truly say no worries, right? And when you say no worries, you just don't worry about it. So, but at what point do you say no worries? Like before or after? Kind of like start, middle, and end. Oh, you know? really? Oh, middle? <laughs> middle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming out no worries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're back home. You're back in the country. And what are you doing for a living here? Uh, honestly, just right now, just looking for work, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, you know, thanks. We had a bit of money saved up. So just oh, doing nice. what I can, right? All right. Yeah, what are you calling us for? Uh, you looking for a job? I, uh, no, no, no. I'm Same good, for I appreciate bro. it. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, I started listening to you guys. I uh, just kind of brought back old memories. Yeah. Uh, dive into the podcast. I started midway through. Mm-hmm. Then I heard you guys say all these jokes I didn't get. So I started from one. Now I'm at 145. Wow. Oh, good damn. for you. All right. So now I understand what you guys are talking about like most of the time, right? Yeah. And it's weird actually hearing you guys talk about coronavirus as it's starting. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, a lot of, pe- a lot of people have pointed that out to us, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, and you guys are saying, oh, yeah, it'll pass. Don't worry about it. Then Bull, I never said that. It. I never said that. Did we say that? We said it was no. going to pass? I came in here. I, had I know a the government. The government I, thought listen, it was going to Listen, I came in here. I came in here. I remember clearly the day we had this conversation where I went to a doctor when everybody thought coronavirus was just like a weird thing. And, my, and, my, and I said this on the radio where my doctor looked at me and went, it's coming. Yeah. We just have to be, we just all have to know that. You have to acknowledge right now that coronavirus is coming. And I was like, what? Yeah. Meanwhile, no, meanwhile I, I thought you, I had man. it. All right. But the yeah. thing is, now I wish I stuck in Australia because those guys are living life. Oh, I God. I got a friend in New Zealand and her. I can't even look at her Instagram. <laughs> I, honestly. Oh, champagne on patios. <laughs> just living that life. Just please. Music festivals, everything. 
Uh, hey, welcome back, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Right? Much love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Happy birthday, Allison. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm so thrilled. Where are you in Vancouver? Uh, Vancouver. Yeah. What part of Vancouver are you in? Uh, the North Delta area, so just outside of Vancouver. Okay, nice. Uh, well, yeah. Dallas, Dallas, who uh, reaches out to us like all the time and has taken part in the uh, Ask Razumoka section of our podcast, um, he's the one that reached out to us and said to, that it's your birthday and asked that we call you because you're a big fan of the show as well. I am. He's my brother. What is? Uh, what's the plan? What's what stuff? What can you even do for your birthday? Um, not much. Because restaurants are still closed, so yeah. if they have a patio, it, it's you can go in for dining on the patio. But a lot of places are just takeout right now. So. Right, God. So what is the plan? Nothing really at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> second COVID birthday, huh? Uh, this time I can't really do anything. So um, we kind of do have plans where we might take out some takeout uh, fish and chips and go sit by the beach. Oh, nice. That's real nice. Yeah. Oh, I love fish and chips. Yeah. You know, the best. It's oh, so I love so fish good. and chips. <laughs> I don't even really, like, I'm not even a fish guy. No, right? but it's a matter. It's the it's, way that yeah, it depends on fried. where you get it from, right? Yeah. It's just fried. I like fried mm. food. Now, do you like a, a thick batter or uh, a little bit mm. more, like, a little bit more thin but crunchy? Because um, like different them. places do it different ways, right? Thick and crunchy. Yeah, oh, thick yeah. and crunchy, okay. Thick then. and crunchy, cooked all the way, all oh, yeah. the way, thick and crunchy. Yes, yes. But I also like a, a thick piece of fish, right? Yeah. I can't, oh, it can't be a yeah. tiny little fillet. It's got to, like, I need a, I need a, a substantial piece of fish in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then are you, Allison, are you a, do you load up with vinegar on the, uh, on question. the fries? Um. I'm a vinegar on the fish, but not so much on the fries. Vinegar on the wow. fish. What about uh, tartar mm. sauce? Oh, I love tartar sauce. Oh, That's yeah. the one thing oh I go God. crazy on. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you keep tartar sauce in the house? I do not. You do? I do. Do you really? I do. I don't know what else to eat it with, yeah. to be honest with you. I, I, see, I, I only ever have it with fish and chips. Here's the thing that I do often, right? I don't like seafood. Like, I'm not a seafood guy. Uh-huh. Rarely cook fish. If I cook fish, I'll cook it for the girls, everything else. Do you know what I freaking love? Crab cakes. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Of course they are. Oh, those are good. Yeah. So I buy a lot of crab cakes. And Again, every now the and good then, ones are like fried, right? Right. <laughs> um, but I buy a lot of crab cakes, and then I always have uh, tartar sauce in the fridge for the crab cakes. But I hate crab. Don't eat lobster. Don't eat any of that stuff. Really? But I love crab cakes. Yeah. Damn it, Maury. Are we talking fit? I love a good shrimp cocktail. Yeah, that's great. I like cocktail sauce. Yeah, the spicy, cocktail sauce is good. Spicy cocktail sauce. We used to have that at Christmas all the time. My mom always used to bring out the shrimp ring. Uh-huh. Did your mom ever yeah. do that? All the time. All the time. And, then you sh- take, sh- and you always think, every year, you always think you take the shrimp ring out of the freezer, out of the fridge yeah. with enough time. You always think every year. But Thank then there's you. a couple of those pieces Thank that you. still have a little Thank bit you. of the ice on yep. it. Right? Yeah. I And I grew up because shrimp rings were always like... Special, right? Of like, course, because it's so goddamn expensive. Is it though? I mean, back in the day, it, that's like you got to save up a couple of your, like, set aside some money well, from a couple I, of paychecks I know, but, to but, get but, you a shrimp like, ring. But here's my thing: is that I like. I grew up thinking that a shrimp ring, because we only ever had it once a year at Christmas, yes. right? I grew up thinking that a shrimp shrimp ring was, like, substantially expensive, right? Uh-huh. Like, it was a luxury that only happened once a year, like prime rib kind of thing, right? Yeah. Shrimp rings are, like, 11 bucks. 
Sure. Yeah, but okay. you, can, you can buy the half ones now for six. Yeah. Shrimp rings are like 11 bucks. But I thought growing up that a shrimp ring was so special and so expensive that it was only a treat at Christmas time. We could have had shrimp rings all throughout the year if we wanted to. Do you think my Guyanese accountant father back in the day would have paid $11 for a ring of shrimp? Well, I don't know, Frozen? Man. I don't no. know. You don't think so? No. Nah, maybe Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Have you, had a, have you ever had shrimp dumplings? Shrimp dumplings? Yes, I've had shrimp dumplings. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and I like a I like a shrimp in a, uh, in what are those things called? Oh, the in lo- wonton. In, no, no, no. Oh. In a, in a, like it's a tube. Um, th- that you put in your mouth. Spring rolls. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I legit was going to say shrimp tube? <laughs> no. Yeah, a shrimp tube, right? Yeah, I like those. Well, Allison, uh, happy birthday. Thank you for spending, you know, your days uh, and evenings with the Raza Mocha Show. We appreciate it. We appreciate you, and we love you so much. Thank you, guys. This is so wonderful. Have you ever seen a shrimp swimming? No. Yes. Like without with all of its skin on. Oh, don't ruin <laughs> shrimp, take its man. Skin off why you gotta why you gotta ruin everything? Everything. <laughs> I'm just saying they look no, weird. No, I don't need to. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that that happens. They swim standing That's up. That's fine. Just like you wipe your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Allison. Are you guys gonna ask me the question? Oh, of course. Uh, I wasn't gonna make you decide on your birthday, but <laughs> if you want us to, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Hands down, pants down, Roz. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying, my girl. <laughs> you don't have to don't don't say why, okay? I don't need to know that. I know. Okay. I, know. I know. I've learned. Okay. <laughs> Love you lots, Allison. Take care. Love you guys. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, let me ask you a question. You got the same uh, vaccine I did, right? Yeah. You got the, what do we got? <laughs> AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. Thank you. Can you forget? Yeah, because nobody talks about them. Mm. Um, I've been sweating more mm-hmm. normally in my life I, after having my AstraZeneca shot than really? I did before. Yeah. Yeah, like even when it's chilly on chilly nights, I still wake up every single morning covered in sweat. Hmm. And I mean, I sweat a lot when I sleep. Yeah. Like if I, I can sometimes feel that it's going to be a sweaty night and I'll go to bed in a t-shirt just so I don't gross Catherine out if she touches me. <laughs> right? Like yeah. you're sweating like, from where they put the needle? No, no, no. Just my body. Like I sweat. Yeah. I woke up this morning. The bed was soaked. Really? Yeah. Like no, maybe it's soaked. just the, 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 the time of year where we're getting but more days. we got it in days. April though. No, I know. But like, like the days are getting hotter now, right? No, no. This was like, I, but oh, my, like, like my right house away? is freezing. Sure. Like it's freezing in my See, house. See, I don't have any of that. But what I will say is I don't think I'm going to get the second AZ shot. You're not? No. Oh, look at you mixing and matching. I'm going to mix. You are, huh? Yeah. I feel, based on what I've read, yeah. and like some of the studies coming out of the UK mm-hmm. and out of Spain, yeah. I'm not going to risk it. No, huh? I'm not going to take, sorry, wrong tra- wrong word to yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather, uh, I would rather mix. I feel safer mixing. Really, huh? Yeah. I'm all in. Are you really? I got, yeah. the, I got the Moderna all, one. I'm all in. Oh, yeah, you're good, though. I'm all in on uh, AstraZeneca. Really? Yeah, all in. Mm. Do you think that the sweating is like, you know, hot flashes? Hot flashes? What? Based at, like, what, what would be the result like, of hot flashes? As you get older, you tend to, like, you know, have, like, hot moments where, what do you call menopause? You know that only happens to women, right? I do now. You can't be that daft. <laughs> I thought because the word men is in it. 
You think men a pause is something <laughs> that happens to men? I thought it's like it should have only been named a women a pause. <laughs> Like there's menopause and like women a pause? Hey, don't know. I'm just trying hey, to figure what? this no, out. No, 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 no. <laughs> this isn't stuff I'm gonna tell you right now, more. This is not stuff you figure out on the radio yeah, in front of a no. million people. Okay? You figure that out on your own. You don't bring that to the show. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> okay, take backseat. <laughs> Thank you. You get the no no cat. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but uh, do but, you yeah. think that it, it is because you got that first I shot? I don't know. Or is it just co- I, like yeah. coincidence, right? Man, like, I don't I've been, know. I've been feeling uh, the only I got thing. I've nothing to do right now but think but about what stuff, right? right? I don't know. I, uh, Pfizer, she I got think. Pfizer. Um, I, <laughs> I feel like I've been feeling like way more, despite getting enough sleep, right? Yeah. Despite going to bed every night between 8 and 8.30. Yeah. I've been, I still feel extremely exhausted throughout the day. You do, But then huh? I think... Did I feel that way prior to getting AZ or am I feeling more tired now after? I don't know. It's probably just mind games. Yeah. I find right? that I'm hungrier now. Than before? <laughs> no, there's no there's way. There's no way. Wait, bro, you got you got Moderna though. Like you, you shouldn't feel No. I just find that I'm snackish all the time. You were always snackish yeah. all the time. Like more. More. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're gonna be okay more. Maybe you're going through menopause. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not sweating. More a pause. <laughs> yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I want to play this uh, clip for you from David Harbour talking to Kimmel about season four of Stranger Things. First of all, we've been waiting for Stranger Things for so long. Yeah, big time. Oh, my God. Um, and he gets into what's happening with Harper, but also what's going on with black widow but how they oh, also right, yeah. but how they also sort of tie together in the great world of fandom no listen to this are you finished with shooting uh stranger things for uh, this season can you say yeah. or? I, I mean you're not supposed to say but i'll tell oh, you uh okay. i'm <laughs> yeah i'm almost done i got uh-huh. one more like little stint we should be done in like august well we thought hopper was dead and then Hopper's not dead, and uh, um, I, if I'm ruining anything, I apologize, but I- instead he is in a, uh, well, he'd be the character being in a Russian prison cell. Yes. 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 It's funny, like, I, yeah, like, we finished that season, I guess it was March of 2019, right? And I, you know, I knew that I was going to be in this Russian prison, and then literally a month later, I got a call from marvel um that they wanted me to play a a guy who starts out like in a russian prison oh no (laughs) and i was like this is fantastic i can't wait to see what twitter and reddit and all those guys do with it so there's all these conspiracy theories that like you know hopper went to russia and then put on a super suit and, and uh, now is the Red Guardian in this Black Widow. Wouldn't that be awesome if they tied those two things together? It would be a real, yeah. And if, it wouldn't even be better if you could just double it up and bang those scenes out while you're already there. It would make shooting a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what a crazy, like, yeah, a crazy coincidence. And, and I forgot about all that Hopper stuff, too. Like, I remember nothing from no. season three of Stranger Are you going to go back and it watch? Was the, it was the mall season, right? It Is was, that what yeah. it was? Are you going to go back and watch, like, the last episode of that season? <sighs> uh, it depends on how well of a recap they give me. 
Often, oftentimes a, a recap. I was thinking about this on the way on the way in today, where I'm like, because we watched uh, a movie last night with uh, Bob Odenkirk. No, not Bob Odenkirk. Um, who's the Who's the guy from uh, Breaking Bad? What's that guy's name? Pinkman? No, the the main guy from Breaking Bad. Oh. What? Brian Cranston. Cranston. Yeah. We watched the Brian Cranston and um, what's his name? Oh, my God. Kevin Hart? (laughs) Yes. Oh, thank you. You know what? I love that movie. (laughs) Yeah, we watched that last night. Yeah. Super sweet, right? Yeah, real good movie. And then I was thinking about how much I miss Breaking Bad, and then I was like, oh, but Better Call Saul's coming back. And I was like, God, I I have no recollection Mm -hmm. of the last season of Better Call Saul. Like, I could not go in. If it debuted today, yeah. I could not go in and sit down and enjoy Better Call Saul. But they Saul normally, because when, I when have, you have a long stretch yeah. where that show hasn't been in your life, they typically do like a minute and a half or two-minute video recap, I, I'm right? I'm going to need, honestly, for, for something like Better Call Saul, I'm going to need like 10. I need, I'm going to need minutes? like a 10-minute recap. You might as well yeah. just watch like the last episode that's of what, the last that's, season. That's what I'm saying. But I, but I need more than that, though, because you can't just watch the last episode because I'll just be just as confused. Like then you have I to go need, back and watch the whole season? I need an in-depth recap on things, and I need that for Stranger Things, too, because Bro. as soon as they said Hopper was in a Russian prison, I was like, was he? Like, I had no idea. I don't remember that I at all. I don't remember that at all. I remember he was, something happened, and then he was gone. Sure. But then I don't remember. I, you just assume that he died. Right. And then, this, and, and then this makes me not enjoy the first couple episodes of a new season of something as just much as I YouTube, love those man. shows. They have like so many nerds put together. No, I'm telling you. You said you yeah. wanted like a 10 minute recap. I, I can't go to YouTube. I wind up going to YouTube looking for something, right? Yeah. Like the best inflatable boat, let's just say. Right. And then. <laughs> and then Out of curiosity or for shopping purposes? <laughs> curiosity and <Okay>. shopping purposes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I wind up like I did this last night. Okay. I needed to know. I was okay. I was looking for reviews on a particular shovel. Uh (laughs) A shovel. I was looking for reviews on Uh. a particular shovel. Okay. Does it stick in the ground? Nothing special about this shovel. No. You stick it in the ground. You can dig up dirt. (laughs) Review done. Five stars. Okay. And within three minutes, I was on videos uh, about uh, making scrambled eggs. Right. (laughs) Like because it's just where my algorithm takes me. <laughs> right, like it's How terrible. How big are these eggs that you're so making? So now man? I'm gonna go on and be like, "What happened to Hopper?" And I will wind up on more shovel reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I feel like doing the news. I don't know about you. Of course, I'm always. But it feels like it's news time. Feeling like it. Hey, like Mocha. Uh huh. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News. A lot of people still talk about The Sopranos and what that show meant to them. And Alec Baldwin was doing a podcast talking about his love for The Sopranos and how he wanted to actually be involved in The Sopranos, but he didn't want to just be involved. He wanted to be heavily involved in The Sopranos. So if you remember, uh, James Gandolfini, um, who he calls Jimmy in this clip, Mm -hmm. and Edie Falco were Tony Soprano and Carmella, right? So So listen to Alec Baldwin's pitch to have him appear on the show. Yeah, I called up. I, I called up uh, whoever it was, I forget, and I said, tell them, I mean, when, when it's time to kill Jimmy, this is early, you know, before the you get to the end, and I said, there's only one man in this business who should come in, whack Jimmy, and ride off with Edie, and I am that man. I am that man. I am the guy no. 
who needs to, sh- to blow Jimmy away and take Edie, who I'm madly in love with, away. And they were like, ah, sure, great. And then we'll, we'll add your name to the list of all the Irish actors who think that they should be on The Sopranos. That's very funny. Oh, wow. See, and I am such a big fan of that show. Yeah. Beginning to end, it was minus the last episode. It was like, for me, the perfect show. Yeah. Um, to have Alec Baldwin. I could see Alec Baldwin as a character in that world. Who whacked Jimmy, though? Was it an Irishman? I don't know. I didn't watch the show. Like, who whacked Tony Soprano? Was it an Irishman? Was it? I don't know. Like, did they Spoiler go that alert, way? He didn't die. Oh, he didn't die? No. Nobody whacked I thought he died. No. Are you sure he didn't die? You ass- spoiler alert. Yeah. You assume, or some people thought, because of the way the episode ended. It was sort of ambiguous, right? Yeah. yeah. It just it cut to black. Okay. The screen. It just like he was sitting at a diner with his family. Yeah. And he looks up as somebody walks in the through the the restaurant through the right. front door, right. and you hear the bell, ding, and he looks up. And so then that just guy, that black. guy was there to whack him, though. You don't know who it was. Oh. Because his daughter was parking the car outside, and she was about to walk into the restaurant. But he had so much heat on him, it could have been anyone. He got whacked that day. Following. He got whacked that day. Why wouldn't they just kill him? That's weird. That's rude. Anyway, uh, it could have been Alec Baldwin. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This Ellie Kemper story is wild, man. Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. um, uh, Kimmy Schmidt. She was oh. in Bridesmaids. She was uh, in The Office. Aaron from The Office. Aaron from The Office, yes. yeah. So it was discovered, that, and, and this isn't a secret. This was has been out for a while, but social media now, things just get regurgitated back up to the top of the feed, and then it's new to people again. Okay. But it was discovered that Ellie was crowned the queen of the 1999 Veiled Prophet Ball when she what? was 19 years old. I don't know what that the is. The annual debutante ball is held in St. Louis, and the name of the event was actually changed in 1992. We'll get to that in a second. In an article in The Atlantic, which was written back in 2014, revealed how the debutante ball was founded by wealthy white elites back in 1878 and, quote, emphasized the existing power structure. Imagine what that looked like in 1878, Yeah, what the existing power structure was from rich white people. So the way that the ball works is that there's an anonymous person who plays the veiled prophet, and this is somebody who stands on a stage and they have a veil, and only a couple of times over the entire history of this is the veiled prophet ever revealed. It's always somebody who is anonymous from the community and who is handpicked by all the sort of wealthy, rich elites in St. Louis. Okay. And they're given, like, these incredible gifts. Oftentimes, these gifts have been so expensive that they wind up becoming family heirlooms. Oh, okay. And then that person, the Veiled Prophet, um, after they're chosen, they get to choose the queen of love and beauty at each ball, Mm -hmm. usually somebody younger. This is what Ellie Kemper was voted back in 1999. Now, illustrations of the early veiled prophets have a striking resemblance to other people who wore white hoods, also known as the KKK. Mm-hmm. So that is why Ellie Kemper and the KKK are trending. There, There's no direct tie between this and the KKK, but I don't think there has to be a direct tie sure. when something was started in 1878 by rich white people to 
emphasize the existing power structure of rich white people. I don't really think you need a direct tie. I think you can really understand what the whole so thing was all about. So who knows? I don't know. But, but that's why she hasn't said anything oh. yet. But that's why people are trying to cancel um, Ellie Kemper today was oh, because she was she, the, the, the headline is Ellie Kemper won a KKK beauty contest in 1999, yeah. which is a bit of a stretch. That's not what the headline was, but the organization is exactly what you think would be an organization that was started um, in 1878 by rich white people. So that's why Ellie Kemper's trending today. Don't check your phone, girl. Yeah, it's not good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Naomi Osaka announced yesterday that she was withdrawing from the French Open and is going to, quote, take some time away from the court. Earlier, as everybody knows, organizers said that uh, she could face expulsion from the tournament and future Grand Slams if she continued not to speak to the media. Last week, she said Mm. that she would not participate in any news conferences uh, during the Roland Garros to protect her mental health. She was fined 15 grand, quote, in the wake of her infringement of mandatory media interviews. She said, the truth is I've suffered long bouts of depression since the U.S. Open in 2018, and I have had a really hard time coping with that. The president of the French Tennis Federation released his own statement on behalf of the tournament and uh, said for First and foremost, we are sorry and sad for Naomi. Uh, the outcome of withdrawing from the Roland Garros is unfortunate. We wish her the best and the quickest possible recovery, and we look forward to having uh, her at our tournament next year. I was reading; it was interesting. I was re- yeah. Go ahead. No, I have a question. Yeah. About this. Um. So if they know, like the organization knows that she's dealing with this, right? Right. And she's come out and said that some of the the questions that she gets asked by the media, even though it is part of whatever tournament you're supposed to do post-game interviews, right? Yes. And she said she's felt a little bit uncomfortable or felt attacked by certain questions and now dealing with the mental health stuff, right? Sure. Should the organization not do what they can to, like, maybe protect her or help her along with her recovery rather than potentially finding her $15,000 and then accepting the fact that she's going to walk away? Don't know. Um, right? like, to me, that but, seems but, unfair. I don't know that world. But at what point are you as an individual athlete, though, res, you know, responsible for yourself? And I'm not saying that she did anything wrong. Right. I'm just saying that it is a, it is a very individual thing. And yes. you you can't protect pro athletes like that. That's right. not their job, but right? Let's it's just not, it's say... not, it, that's not that's not the that's not their job. If somebody was like aggressively crossing the line, yes. Um, but when you are when you just don't like it, or it increases your anxiety, or you have a fear of public speaking, or you have any of this stuff, it's a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. And you can work with somebody, but I think that their initial position was you're not fulfilling your contractual obligations. Sure. And that was their initial problem and the reason for fining her. It is, but it's a very individual thing and i'm glad she walked away um and 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 no i am i'm glad she walked away but i'm also sort of glad that it didn't become a thing of where now nobody has to do interviews Mm -hmm. right that is this is very specific to her and it could be specific to somebody else too but this isn't something that and she deserves better than to have it be lumped in with everybody else as well Mm -hmm. because it is you know specifically her her thing uh i was reading an interview with uh, billy jean king and her opinions on this and she said that she was torn over the issue what billy jean king said was well it's important that everyone has the right to to speak their truth. I've always believed that as a professional athlete, we have responsibility to make ourselves available to the media. 
In our day without the press, nobody would have known who we were or what we thought. There is no question they helped build and grow our sport to what it is today. However, uh, she says that this, uh, at the end of the day, it's important that we respect each other Mm -hmm. and we're all in this together. So uh, Billie Jean King um, torn on the outcome of this. It is just very, it is incredibly unfortunate. And the people at the French Open, that first tweet, they tweeted out. Did you see that? No. Where they put up four other pictures of people doing virtual press conferences conferences and they oh, just wrote something really? really crass like they knew the obligation or they knew what the deal was oh. or something like that like you don't like yeah, it just that's trash. That's every, trash it's just there's so much trash involved in professional tennis from like just top to bottom of the organizations and it's off it should have never ended like this yeah. like it should have never ended when you said you know do they have an obligation or should they protect her you know yes is the answer when somebody is a superstar in your organization mm-hmm. and they're suffering yes you have an obligation do you have an obligation to protect them from mean questions no but do you have an obligation to the sort of greater good of that individual as a person and also what they bring to the sport absolutely Absolutely, you mm-hmm. do. Just like any other company does. Yeah. Absolutely, you do. So it's uh, it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that she uh, that she had to step away, or she felt that she was in a position of where she had no choice but to step away. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Are you ready for Encino Man too? What? Yeah. No. <laughs> do you you're like trolling. Encino Man? I mean, yeah, it's a classic. The Rizzo. I was a big Polly Shore fan back in the day, man. So uh, I couldn't tell. yesterday was the <laughs> uh, Encino Man came out in 1992. And I guess yesterday was the anniversary of Encino Man being released 29 years ago. And uh, Polly Shore shared a picture of him and Brendan Frazier on set of Encino Man from back in the day on Instagram. And then he told fans to hit up um, uh, Disney Plus and tell them that uh, himself, Brendan Fraser, and Sean Astin are ready for the sequel. Have oh a great Memorial God. Day, everybody. So I would... Uh, oh, and then he ended with saying, uh, we'll be wheezing the juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, right? Yeah. Why not? Oh, why not? I, not loved, I, I loved Encino Man. We watched Encino Man not that long ago. Oh, did you really? Yeah, Encino Man's got a lot of heart. Encino Man isn't one of those sort of crass movies from that time period. And uh-huh. and I know it may get a bad rap because it was Pauly Shore and he had just done like a whole bunch of those movies before. For. But when you watch Encino Man now, like Encino Man's got a lot of heart. Like those two dudes, like like um, Stony and uh, and Sean Astin, uh-huh. um, are like they're really just really good friends. And he only wants to be popular. Do you remember the premise of the? Do you remember how they found the Encino Man? I have no idea. So Encino Man I is Sean remember. Astin and Pauly Shore, yes. right? And they um, they find a caveman and in in ice and then they thaw him and then he becomes their best friend and makes them popular uh-huh. so the movie's about these two sort of outcast nerds that only want to be popular and the reason that they find Encino Man is because Sean Astin thinks that if he can end his high school career with one raging party that it'll change oh, how people course. remember him forever so his plan is and what how the movie starts off yeah. is he he's digging his own swimming pool in his backyard by hand with a shovel <laughs> right and then that's how they find genius the gym, right <laughs> so if you're asking if i'm ready for part two absolutely Thank yes you. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh so seth rogan yesterday uh tweeted a picture teasing his teenage mutant ninja turtles reboot excuse me yeah 
So Wait, Seth, Seth Rogen is set to uh, August 2023 is when his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is uh, set to release. So is this separate from yeah. the reboot from a few years ago? Yes. Oh. Yes. So I think that it's going to be a whole new vision for TMNT. And I wonder if he didn't like these other ones. I don't think it I don't think they're going back to straight animation. Like this will be another CG with like live actors yeah, mixed yeah. with mixed with turtles. Um but yeah, so they're doing it. They're doing it again. This Were they is, not planning to do another, like in the continuation of the story? No, I don't think so. For these other ones? Oh, no. Okay. So this will be the seventh film in the franchise. Because remember they had those other the, those first movies where it was like guys in suits. Yeah, I remember right? the, there were three, right? Yeah, or was it two, two or three, and yeah. then these other ones, and then the other ones, and then there was one more, I believe. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, this Megan is the Fox. what's that with Megan Fox? Yeah, the two with Megan Fox, yeah. and then and then another one, right? Huh. But anyway, this will be the seventh. 1984 right. is when TMNT came out. I love that show. You do, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, were you a fan? Oh, big yeah. time. See, yeah. I was never. I was never. Of course. I was never. All? What? Can you name them all? Can you name them all? Yeah, Jack, Dave, Phil, yeah. and Douglas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rudy, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra. Um, Sandra and um, Rudy the, and Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that's yes, exactly thank you. What it was. <laughs> yeah, those are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. Did I get it wrong? No. No. And no. then they're um, Master uh, Alex P. Keaton. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, and uh, Joey and uh, Uncle Jesse. Yeah. And uh, Uncle um, Danny. Danny. Uh huh. Um, and then. Oh, oh and was, then the, their sisters. Um, and uh, uh, DJ Michelle and Stephanie. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Teenage Mutant Ninja And then their best friend, um, Kimmy Gibbler. Quiz me. We know. And then that yeah. weird kid next door. Peter. Steve no, Steve Urkel. Oh, that was. Uh, Peter was on the right, other side. Right, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that kid Peter when he just used to run the house all the time and Cosby used to just open the door for him? He used to, use to tear ass into the kitchen and then run back out. <laughs> that kid was awesome. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, God. Uh, Venus Williams making a ton of news. She was uh, with her words on how this is, of course, after all the uh, Naomi Osaka uh, dropping out of the tournament, the French Open, um, citing her mental health concerns and not wanting to deal with the press. She was fined 15 grand. Uh, Venus Williams talking about how she handles the press. Listen to this. For me personally, how I quote how I deal with it was that I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. So... No matter what you say or what you write, you'll never light a candle to me. So that's how I deal with it. But each person deals with it differently. Hmm. What do you think? I mean, I'm not out here trying to prove that I'm better than you. No, I, I'm not you know a pro I mean? tennis player. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's every, weird. And everybody in every industry has that same feeling that Venus Williams does. You know, when you are a director of a film and you get a terrible review, you know, your initial thought is, well, you make a movie then. Yeah. When you write a book that gets a bad review, how many books have you written? Right. And, and, and I understand thinking that, right. Because I think that sure. you have to think that in a way. I think that you have to. I think that one of the things that makes the Williams sisters so great is 
they have to go into and makes any champion great is you have to go in thinking you are the best, mm-hmm. but not only the best against other players, you're the best at that. And anybody in that building, of you course. were just that you were just the best. And I think that that's how you, I think that she handles the, the press the same way she handles, you know, a loss to somebody who maybe is not as great as she is, which is, yeah. you know, she puts it back on her, you know, sort of puts it back on herself. Uh, but I think it's fine to think that stuff. I don't know. I don't know about saying it out loud because I don't know if it does what she thinks that it is going to do. It's not going uh, to change the way somebody in the press is going to ask her a question. Yeah, but uh, but I like this is see for me, this is what I like press conferences for. Yeah. Right. I like when somebody like, you know, Venus gets up there and says something like this. It's like as awkward as Joaquin Phoenix is. I love Joaquin Phoenix in the press room at the Golden Globes afterwards sure. where he's just like, um, what was that question? I. I've literally answered that question a thousand times. Yeah, what are you asking? Yeah, like I love those. Mo- I would rather see that than yeah. not see Joaquin Phoenix. Were you not listening? Yeah, we, thank you. You had your like. It just proves that they just have the question in their mind that they want to ask, yes. and they're just going to ask it yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, this is why I like this is why I like seeing you know superstars in front of the press because I uh, I really do enjoy moments like this. Um, it's great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chris Hemsworth announced that uh, filming has wrapped on Thor Love and Thunder. He says that uh, it is going to be bat-ass crazy. There's a picture of him with uh, Taika Watiki, both in costume. And uh, Chris Hemsworth wrote, that's a wrap on Thor and Love and Thunder. It's also National Don't Flex Day. So I thought this super relaxed photo was appropriate. And he's like flexing like crazy in the picture. His arms are so big. I'm looking at this picture right now. Also, does that mean um, I know with CGI and everything, or this could be like him without costume. Mm-hmm. But does this mean that we don't get Fat Thor? I don't think you're going to get Fat Thor. I think that, geez, I don't know what the timeline is. Because at the end, he went off with the Guardians, right? Yeah. When he was fat. So it is Guardians being released before well, Love and you, Thunder? Well, remember, they were supposed to right. film Guardians 3. Yeah. And then this Thor movie was going to be next after that. But then it was... Um, I don't remember oh, what happened. Who was the director? The director. James oh, Gunn. James Gunn went through that whole thing. With, And then they had to stop production of Guardians 3. What did he go through? No, he, he went off to... Oh, are you talking about when... No, he went off to remember do... Remember when James Gunn got canceled? Oh, right. Was that then, though? Yeah. Oh, because then he went off to do the Suicide Squad. Yes. But for DC, he was canceled, and then everybody like so, slowly. Maybe I'm wrong. The uh, cast yeah. of Guardians were like, "We stand by James Gunn." Mm, right, 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 right. I got you. So I don't know what they're gonna do. How they yeah. gonna tie it all together? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I'm gonna play the the. I, I listened to the most American thing I've ever heard before. Okay. So. In West Virginia, everybody, and we've been talking about it, everybody's doing these sort of incentives for vaccines, right? Like, you know, you can get free movie tickets and vacation lotteries and and baseball tickets. So this is what's going on in West Virginia. They have figured out a way to create the most American incentive package for anybody getting vaccines. On Father's Day, we're also going to give away two brand new custom outfitted trucks. 
We're going to give five custom hunting rifles oh and five custom hunting shotguns away. And also on Father's Day, we're going to make one of you a millionaire. Yo! Trucks, <laughs> guns, and money. Yeah! <laughs> right? You darn tootin' USA, USA! <laughs> All on Father's Day. <laughs> you got Father's oh, Day. You got trucks, you got guns, and you got millions. Is that not the most American thing you've ever heard? Where's the dang apple pie? <laughs> I'll tell you, though, I wouldn't mind living in West Virginia right now. <laughs> Get a new truck. Get a shot in the arm. Yo, custom. Bro, custom. Fully, fully outfitted. <laughs> I love that it was five uh five hunting rifles and five hunting shotguns. <laughs> like it wasn't just wasn't just five hunting rifles. You have to be prepared. Can you play it again for me, please? Because you never know the situation you're gonna walk into, right? On Father's Day, we're also going to give away two brand new custom outfitted trucks. Yeah. We're gonna give five Custom hunting rifles yeah. and five custom hunting shotguns away. Wow. And also on Father's Day, we're going to make one of you a millionaire. You know that that's a, you know, you're talking to gun people when you make the distinction between hunting rifles and hunting shotguns, Have right? Because anybody else would have just said, we're giving away 10 guns, mm -hmm. right? Be what kind? Yeah. What kind? The big one or the little one? <laughs> How many bullets can I fit in them? No, they know exactly. They know exactly. But uh, but yeah, that's what's going on down there. And somebody's gonna and they're gonna make somebody a millionaire, God. just like that, right? USA, <laughs> USA. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, let me uh, read you this. Cat, there was a uh, a production notice that was sent out. Whenever films are in production, they the the production companies send stuff out, whether it be for permits or for whatever, right? Yeah. So let me read you this. Um, it is uh, a shoot that is starting August twenty first. Location yeah. is Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. The director is David Dobkin. The writer is David Siegel. The okay. cast, the cast, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Isla Fisher, and Rachel McAdams. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. So they're doing it. Yeah. Because it was rumored. Yes. Oh, my God. This is great news. Yeah. Wedding Crashers 2 is happening. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Is that yes. not great? Because I, wow. I, know, I know Vince Vaughn's been talking about this for a while, um, that he said that they had an idea. This was back in November, that he had they had an idea. He had been talking to um, David, the director, um, and they were just trying to get everything to the next stage. But it's looking like this is going to be an HBO Max debut for Wedding Crashers 2, which is great news for everybody. It just means that we'll get to see it sooner uh, rather than later. But yes, it's looking like, I don't know what the plot details are mm. at all, but it is very much looking like that Wedding Crashers 2 is a go. Uh, and uh, Owen yeah, Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Isla Fisher, and Rachel McAdams are all back. Would it back. be like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn helping out like a new generation of I Wedding hope Crashers? not. I hope like, is not. That the role they're going to... Because... In the movie, like I think the, those the guys yeah, ended up with those girls. Yeah, but they're also too old to be going to weddings and slaying. no, exactly. That's but what that's I'm saying. What, that's know. what Will Ferrell did to them. He was the old guy. He was teaching. Remember, he was he kind of was retiring. He was the old man that used to do the wedding crashing. Yeah, and then I don't they started know. Crashing funerals. I don't know. Also, tummy sticks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, classic. Isn't that what they called it? Classic. When he crawled into his bed that night. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Caitlin Bristow's dropping details of what kind of wedding she wants to have. Did you have a theme with your wedding? Like, did you guys go into it with a theme? Like, you want it to be a little of this and a little of this? I don't think so. No. No. Like colors, maybe? No, but like I, I'm more of a... Uh, like blue and silver, I think we had. Yeah. A little bit of gold? No. So, but, no, but, maybe it was blue and gold. But like you didn't want to have like a... Uh, like Star Wars theme? Yeah. Or like Scarface well, theme? Yeah, sure. That would be it. That's definitely, that's oh, definitely a wrestling theme? theme. Like a wrestling theme. Like if Jen theme. and I walked in like uh, as Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth? Yeah, bro, I told you. I went to a wedding. Guy, a friend of mine named Double J, right? Mm-hmm. Got married. Big wedding. And uh, he and his wife, yeah, there was a balcony like up top kind of thing where yeah. over top of the the whole uh, banquet hall where we were all there. And after they got married, instead of like doing the regular walking in as husband and wife, they went up top and they had tag team belts and they both raised them above their heads. And everybody applauded. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, 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 cha- the champs were in the house. Huge wrestling fans. Huge wrestling fans. Yeah, man, they did it it. up. But yes, that would be that would be a theme. But uh, Caitlin Bristow is. Wait, are you saying is Caitlin Bristow doing a wrestling? No, she's not. I I I did maybe I did too much wrestling leading up to what Caitlin Bristow wants her wedding to look like. (laughs) Sorry, Caitlin. Uh, But this is Caitlin Bristow talking uh, about the wedding that uh, she and uh, Jason are planning. Like basically, as soon as we can get the ball rolling, like however long that will take to put on. I want it to be like a Great Gatsby like black tie event, like very glam. which is so opposite of what I thought I would want because four years ago I would have been like, I want bohemian. I want it farm style. Like I just keep changing my mind, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, we basically just know that we want it to be hopefully in the summer of 2022, like early summer. Um, We want it to be like super chic and Jason wants it to be big. I want it to be more intimate. So we're going to have to, learn our compromising skills. <laughs> yeah. That's a big jump to go from wanting a small farm bohemian wedding to Great black Gatsby. tie Great Gatsby. That's, That's a to big me, jump. It's a big I know, jump. But that, that to me though seems more of Caitlin's style. The Great Gatsby. Right. Yeah. But you evolve, right? Like you change as a person really? and your and your tastes change. Yeah. Like, you know, even the clothes you want to wear, you know, change over the course of four years. So it, it I mean to me it makes to me it makes sense. But uh there's they always can, the wrestling theme if they yeah, want to. Yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? Like Jason, <laughs> right? He could walk out first. Or no, Caitlin walks out first. Yeah. And it's like... Right. Right. Okay. And then Jason walks out I next gotcha. to her. I gotcha. Yeah. And they do a little strut down the aisle. Okay. Or wherever it is that they get married. Yeah. Or during the reception. Yeah. And this is what they... Okay. Walk into. Yeah. It'd be amazing. They should bring out the entire wedding party the same way that they do in the Royal Rumble, where. Oh, like every 30 seconds or every every, 60 seconds? Yeah, exactly. But they shorten it like every 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Somebody comes out and and then then like another person runs in, doors swing open. And they all got to fight until there's just a bride left. And they what? They all got to fight until it's just the bride left. Oh, of course, of course you would. Of course, nobody's you know nobody's going to turn on the bride, right? Like we know we know what's going on with that wrestling thing. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Uh, Ricky Martin is uh, commenting on that interview he did with Barbara Walters back in the year 2000, where all the rumors were swirling about Ricky's sexuality. He had not come out yet. And uh, at the time, nobody really thought anything of the Barbara Walters interview. It was just standard Barbara Walters interview asking mm. questions that you could ask uh, back then. And um, it was about why he has not addressed the rumors that he is gay. So listen, here's the clip from the original interview. With you, there have been the rumors that question or talk about your sexual orientation. You must be aware of these rumors. Of course. Do they hurt? How do you handle them? The word says it. Intimacy. Sexuality and homosexuality should not be a problem for anybody. I think that sexuality is something that each individual should deal with in their own way. And that's all I have to say about that. Well. And uh, so Ricky Martin now talking about um, that interview. Listen to this. I felt a bit trapped. I, f I even felt a bit violated because I was just not ready to come out. And um, I don't think nowadays that question can even be asked. A lot of people say, what would you do differently? Well, maybe I would have come out in that interview. It would have been great because it, when I came out, it just felt amazing. But that day... I was very afraid. I was not ready. So, hey, Maury, come in here for a second. I want your take on this. So I, I went back and I listened to that interview again, and I'm going to get you to replay just the very beginning of the Barbara Walters clip. And this is just so indicative of what the world was back in even 2000. And that is she, I'm sure, thought that she was opening up this world of feeling safe and giving Ricky Martin the room to speak and to sort of the platform the platform mm -hmm. safe space but listen to the beginning of this and the way that she even frames everything is every single thing that she's going to say listen again with you there have been the rumors that question or talk about your sexual orientation you must be aware of these rumors. of course okay. do they hurt boom right there you so you're going to ask somebody to open up and talk about something they've never said before, which are the gay rumors. And you say, you know the rumors. And her first question is, do they hurt? Mm -hmm. How do you expect somebody, when you lead with that, when you lead with, does it hurt? You're either going to say yes or no. But you, that you're not allowing somebody to even be comfortable. Because when all you want to know is whether the rumors hurt. Mm -hmm. You're not allowing somebody to have because any sort of space. The rumors... But maybe they don't. Yeah. But you're automatically taking the point that you should be insulted and it should be hurtful that somebody's calling you gay. So you're going to tell somebody you should feel hurtful of the rumors. Now open up. Or maybe right? um, not defending her, but like hurtful of the rumors. Like maybe he. No. Maybe no, no, he no. was like, no, yeah, the rumors do hurt because I, I don't feel comfortable coming out right now. No. No. I, the way I heard that is there's all these rumors does it hurt like does it hurt you about these rumors and your sexuality yes. that's how i took it mm -hmm. you can't say to somebody going there's all these rumors she basically said, there's all these rumors you must hate that about yourself. yeah exactly it's saying the same mm -hmm. thing you must hate that well no i don't actually the fact that people think i'm gay doesn't hurt no i don't hate that about it took myself. a long time from then when did he 2010 come out? why oh, didn't wow, she yeah. just say there's all these rumors you know do you want to address the rumors yeah. stop yes. would you like to say anything? yeah and no, barbara, no, and barbara walters has since talked about that interview and how yeah. i guess bad she felt about it but man i've never seen something phrased like that where you want somebody to, to you want that moment obviously barbara walters wanted ricky martin to come out in that interview but why mm -hmm. not let him answer and then if you really 
really need to then later on in the Ex- discussion exactly. Say that. But but, but even going are... even going back then though, like who were his who were Ricky Martin's examples? Because Ricky Martin, like you remember the She Bangs video, right? Like oh, it's just all chicks, yeah. right? Um, like who were his examples back then in the year two thousand of people who were closeted men? And then decided to come out where it didn't hurt their career. There were no examples. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Right? Like, it's not like he had all these, you know, paths laid out in front of him where other music stars, athletes, actors, all he knew was, I'm sure, being in that world, all these other people who are closeted. Yeah. Because if you come out, it's going to destroy your career. There wasn't a blueprint. There's no, there's no blueprint. You either, you either were out or not. Yeah, that yeah. was that was it. Uh, so that is uh, Ricky Martin from uh, 2000 uh, with uh, Barbara Walters. Crazy. Roz and Mocha Q&A. We are heading out to Ottawa for our first question as we go to the phones. Hello, Kat. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing good. Thank you for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How's everything out there in Ottawa? It's rainy here today. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of a slow start. What's your question? So in the mornings, I usually go for walks. And I was wondering, whenever you're out for a walk with your family or whoever, are you the person to say hi to other people or do you avoid all contact? Okay, what is your answer, Kat? When I go for walks, I am usually the person saying hi. Okay. So even if I have my headphones on, yeah. <laughs> then I will say hi to people. And I find that older people are actually very kind and will say hi. However, younger pe- people, like, you know, Mocha and I, <laughs> we um, kind of avoid eye contact. I think because it's, it, it it might be like an awkward situation, especially if you don't know that person and it's like a, a split second thing, right? In our, we go for walks a lot as well in our neighborhood, Kat. And I only say hi. I do say hi, but I only say hi to people if like if mm-hmm. our eyes meet mm-hmm. because then one of us is going to say hi. Right. Or like you wave your hand, right? Um, but I yeah. am typically the the one that will, if I make eye contact with someone... Be like, hey, or I'll say, enjoy your walk. Jeez, yeah. that's so. Uh, I, I'm always terrified that somebody is going to know who I am, and then I'm not going to say hi, and then they're going to go tell somebody that I'm rude. Right. So I generally just avoid all sort of like eye contact. Yeah. However, if you have a kid, I will say hi to the kid. Right. Because oh, okay, ki- yeah. kids are always like super interested in who you are in the neighborhood and stuff sure. like that. So I'll always say hi to the kid. Um, but even when I'm out, there was a day, week and a half ago, I had to go to the grocery store. Yeah. And I pulled into the parking lot of the grocery store and I saw somebody that I actually knew. Oh. Uh, in the parking lot. Like they were coming out of the grocery store going to their car. I sat in my car and didn't get out of my car. Oh, no. Because I didn't want to talk to them. Are you serious? Yeah. Not even a, hey, how you doing? No, I didn't want it to avoid, I wanted to avoid it all. <laughs> however, however... I went. I was in the grocery store, yeah. and I always do self checkout now. And the people who the helpers who, um, if you have a problem at self checkout, they're all awesome, right? Yeah. At the metro that I go to, they're all incredible. And then I spent an extra five minutes at the self checkout talking to this uh, one helper about uh, what shows she's binging with her mom. Uh huh. Right. So I spent five minutes talking to a stranger. 
But the person that you knew sat in my car for two to avoid talking to a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I will, I avoid conversations all the time. Um, I don't like to be stopped. Like my, my worst fear is that I go out and then you, you say hi to somebody and it turns into much more than a hi. Uh, that's but what even I always if it's try like a, a person that you don't know. Yeah, sometimes oh. it does, right? Like, it's 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 we it's weird. Like, I love a neighborhood, and my neighborhood has a real neighborhood sort of feel to it. Uh-huh. And you see the same people all the time. And there's a, like a group home shelter up the road from me, and they all hang out in front of the pizza place, and you always like you know, just chat, right? Like I like sure. like I like I do like small talk, but I I, I avoid casual interactions with people as often as I can. Morning. Um, I'm not the type to say hi, but I'll like stare at people in their eyes as I walk by them. Just as good. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, perfect. That's the most you thing. That is not surprising in any way. It's actually, it's actually, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or whatever, but I enjoy, maybe I've always been this way where I've always said hi, but I just enjoy like the, 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 human interaction yeah. for that split second because everyone's been locked indoors for yeah. so long, right? I do wave to people in the truck, though, like when I'm driving. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like I like, I love, man, what I love when you are in the car and you're about to go somewhere and then somebody does you a solid or they let you in and all this other stuff. Um, I, I like the... The, the the hand on the wheel and the finger four fingers up to the wave. Oh, that, that's okay. what I, that's what I like. I don't like when I have to feel that I need to wave to the person behind me who let me in. Oh, I, I always, do. I always like to wave for the people that are coming. <laughs> I like that are coming at construction at workers because I pass a lot of construction. You wave at construction workers. Like, like as, how does that work? You know, the if you're driving slowly by or something like, you just sort of salute them as you go. <laughs> <laughs> salute. Like, like you thank know what? you for your service. <laughs> the the some of the construction. So I drive through construction as well yeah. in in my neighborhood. Yeah. And it's the guys that are holding the, the poles that say slow or stop. Yeah. And when I drive by, I wave at them. You do. Huh? Yeah. Or if I see a police officer, I wave. I did that yesterday. Yeah. There's a cop and he was sort of standing there and I sort of saluted him and he I don't nodded salute. back. I salute. wave. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And when if if I'm on uh, merging onto the highway yeah. and somebody lets me into the lane. Yeah. Rain, snow, sunny day, cloudy day. Doesn't my matter. full arm is extended out of the window. Out, giving the, a, window. out the window. Giving a big wave. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. No, that's see, my windows are so tinted that nobody would see me. <laughs> nobody would see me. I was in the driveway. I was in the driveway the other day, and Catherine came home and walked right by the car and didn't even know I was still sitting in it. Oh, seriously? Yeah. 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 Like my windows are dark. You jumped right? scared the hell yeah. out of her. They yeah. need to invent, a, like, you have turn signals and stuff. They need to invent, like, a light on the back of your window that's a hand. Just an acknowledgement. Like a hand that goes right. left and right, left and right, so that you just push the button and it waves for you. Right, yeah. Or like a smile, right? Like it just a, goes on. Like something. That way you don't have to wave, stick your hand out in the rain. You just push the button. But then you could also do that to be real petty. Oh, yeah, true. Like if you no, cut you somebody off, happen, you is the if button it was a, and smiley face? Honestly, more if, if they came out with something, it's going to come from a great place and then uh, all of a sudden it's going to go to somewhere awful just like everything else ever does, which is you're going to install that little waving hand on the back of your car and then people are going to buy it for the sole purposes of cutting a few of the fingers off <laughs> so you're just oh, quickly yeah. able to give people <laughs> behind you the finger, right? Like that's, that's all it would become. That's all it would become. There right? you go, Kat. Uh, I enjoy uh, saying hi or waving at people when I'm walking through the neighborhood. Good. Thank you for your question. No problem. And right, uh, most importantly, thank you for listening. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha? But between the three of you, Mori. Oh, Bye. Well
Oh, oh wow! Damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> savage. Yeah, like you hang up. Yeah. All right, later. <laughs> yeah, she knows the show. Yeah, she knows. Jen asks, "How has Mocha been coping since malls have been closed?" I heard on the podcast that he enjoys the mall experience. Uh, I have turned all of my attention to online shopping. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind them all. <laughs> like, I'll be happy to go back in just to see what's going on. Yeah. But uh, my enjoyment now comes from online shopping. Did you hang out in the food court? Was that your thing? As an adult? No. Oh. No. You just... <laughs> You like what you just like walking around, right? I like yeah, walking me too. Around, yeah. Right? Because I, I didn't grow up with a mall, right? Yeah. So every time you talk about, you know, going up to, because you got a great mall up where you live, that's not far. Um, I always was just like, because malls are still sort of new to me, right? Uh-huh. Like, like in my sort of adult life, like I didn't have that kid thing. You didn't every, drive to one? No, every now, but we had like growing up where I grew up, you like the mall that you had access to was like it was one hallway right with yeah. just stores on either side it was oh, just like, like and half of which were probably closed yeah it was just like a tube yeah right? like you had roots cotton Ginny, and randy river and yeah, radio and radio shack uh-huh. and uh an orange julius <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you live in stranger things <laughs> like that was that was it right like yeah. that, that's all yeah that's all we oh and a laura secord like every mall in this country Ooh, has fancy fancy <laughs> right but yeah but so i know that mocha loves malls and every time mocha talks about his love for love for just like cruising the mall i always am just so jealous that you were just able to do that for so many more years I than, just than enjoy, i was enjoy like walking into a store and like looking through the racks or seeing what they have you know if i walk into like Foot Locker and yeah. like picking up a couple of the sneakers and holding them and like looking around at like the different designs or just walking into a store and just like just browsing yeah. it's just mindless you do you go in with and do you go in and leave without buying stuff or do oh, you, do you always have, go yeah. in with a purpose no never. no uh, oh, like, I mean, yeah. sometimes, like if I know I need something, I will go and buy that one thing. Right. And then if I have time, then I'll go and browse. Right. But sometimes I'll just go just for the sake of browsing because it gives me something else to do. So, I like to go in and use like if there's samples and stuff, I'll go in and just use the samples and leave. Oh, say goodbye to that. So in Toronto here where, where we are, um, our big mall was the Eaton Center. Yeah. And when I first moved to Toronto, I was obsessed with the mall. And I lived a block away from the Eaton Center. Mm-hmm. And the Eaton Center stretches like four city blocks and it sort of starts at Queen and it ends at Dundas. But in between on the other side of the street, you have all these other little streets, right? And when I was coming home from work, I would take the subway south. Mm -hmm. I would get off the subway at Dundas, walk all the way through the Eaton Center. Yeah. Through the mall and then come out the other end of the mall at Queen, and then walk um, just down to King, where the where my condo and was. I don't think that I you're would the do only that. One. I would do that every day. Yeah, every single day I would I walk through the mall. I think people would do that as well. You know, there are old people, the mall walkers. Yeah, I would do that every day, and some. And I would start at the top floor, and then the yeah. second floor one day, and then the th- and then I do the lower floor another yeah. day. But I just loved being in the mall. Like there was, it was a theory just... with the Eaton Center that the more expensive stores were on the top. That floor. That wasn't a theory; it was fact. Oh, there's fact about the Eaton Center that the yeah. more expensive stores are at the top. Yeah, they kept it. They they the they put the expensive stores years ago at the at the Eaton Center. Because what they thought us poor people would get too tired to go up there. Far, it's true. They, they would put it. They would put it. They, yeah, you no. can only take the stairs, poor people. No, no, they would put it. Uh, they would put it far away from the food courts. Yeah. 
They treated right? it like the Titanic. Yeah, they would put it far. What was up there? I don't even remember. Like fancy stores, like like fancy clothes stores, mm. and a couple jewelry stores yeah. and, and and stuff like that, right? But uh, but Le Chateau was like two floors down. Oh no! <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the pleather pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the food court. You can't get there. And then the food court. The food court was four floors down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, Jennifer Ashley Moore asks, Roz, do you leave your boots in the car all year? Because I think we talked about this before, mm. where you had. Boots, uh, when you made the switch over from boots to flip-flops for right. the season, which you've started in, I think, March, and you will wear flip-flops right up until we get snow. Yeah, yeah. No, so but I do leave the boots in the car, I, I right? Keep my boots in the, I keep my boots in the car um, just because every now and then if I need boots, yeah. right, um, then I always have my boots in the car. Otherwise, I'm just all flip-flops. Like if I have to go to the dump mm-hmm. and drop stuff off, I boots. boots, right, because yeah. there's just so much glass and everything else around. Um, so Steel I'll toe? Do, or are these No, nah, they're just regular. Regular, regular oh, okay. boots. I had steel toe, and then I had steel toe like runners and yeah. all that. And I'm like, God, it was time for that. So I just have the the same pair of boots. My you didn't boots, like them? my boots are so destroyed that one of my boots doesn't even have a heel on it anymore. Oh, right. You like need it's new boots. it's no, no, no. I just I'll so wear these. One boot has a heel, and one boot doesn't. So yep. you're kind of like lopsided. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm six, three and six, four when I wear those boots. <laughs> so you walk like a pimp? Like yeah, you got swag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you walk? I wish I had, the, I wish I had them with me. Uh, maybe I'll bring them in for the next podcast. And I'll show you guys just how, how destroyed my, how destroyed my boots are. A little bit of a hip hop limp. Yeah. That's what, that's exactly what it is. But no, I just, I just keep them in the truck in case I need them. But do you have then, the heel? Can a cobbler put them back on? I don't know where it went. I think I might've just ground it down because I think what happened was the rubber came off the bottom of the heel uh-huh. and then i was just left with the wood and then i think just over time i just ground down the wood to where there's nothing left anymore <laughs> on that one side of the boot huh. yeah yeah that's so funny yeah. ground down the wood yeah yeah more i just ground down the wood <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't know i rubbed about it that. I, I i rubbed it and scuffed it so hard <laughs> that it just disappeared uh, uh, that's only after the rubber fell off though <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Had to go back to that. Uh, Warsami says here, would you rather become one week older every time you sneeze or lose 1% of your eyesight every time you laugh? P.S. Oh, the name is pronounced. Oh, I said it right. Uh, Warsami, last time Roz heard my name, he said he had it on a pizza once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so, what's that stupid question? Uh, would you rather become one week older every time you sneezed yeah. or lose 1% of your eyesight every time you laughed? So I'm going to pick sneeze because oh, I laugh 100%. Way I would be more blind. than I by, I would be blind by Saturday. Yeah. Yes, right? Yeah. Like today I sneeze I already sneezed twice. Yeah. In here. And that was just in here. And it's only a week. So so you would have yeah. I would yeah. have aged by by 2 weeks now. Yeah, but you can pre- like you can prevent sneeze. Like you can fight off a sneeze. Uh-huh. You know, it's 52 like you... sneezes and then you're a year older. Yes. Math. Yeah, but how many times do you sneeze in a year? My problem is this, okay? Multiple sneezer. I'm a multiple sneezer now. I never used to be. Now I'm a multiple mm. sneezer. So if I was literally sitting on the couch with Catherine, I would like my hair would be a month older. Yeah. After after I finish after I finish sneezing, yeah. right? See, I can I do like one big sneeze. Yeah, it's very rare that I do uh, multiple sneezes. Jenna, anytime she sneezes, she's always like four or five. Yeah, but do you count that as one sneeze cluster? 
into because like no, I my sneezes are twice right within that one sneeze. So is this counted where if you're a four time sneezer, then you sneeze four times and that sneeze is gone? When I sneeze multiple times, like if I sneeze four times, mm -hmm. there's at least like 15, 20 seconds in between each sneeze. Yeah, but so that's a I, sneeze cluster. No, no, no. no. A sneeze is when though. somebody goes. That's a sneeze cluster. Yeah. I take this question as every time you sneeze. So if you're the type of person where you sneeze four times in a row every single time. Yeah, that's a month. That's a month. Right there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I still don't want to be blind. No, no I would, I, yeah, I would rather. Yeah, geez, I, I couldn't do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to expedite any sort of aging process. Yeah. But I couldn't be, I, I couldn't be blind. I would rather be, by the end of this year, I would rather be two years older than be blind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. My dad is a multiple sneezer as well. He's yeah. like four and loud. Uh, yeah, I, I sneeze very loud too. Mm. It hurts. Does Roxy, does your daughter, does she sneeze? Sneeze? is she a multiple sneezer? Uh, no, not really. I think Cruz is a multiple sneezer. No, is he? Yeah. 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 Matthew's the type of sneezer where he holds his nose and it's like his head's going to explode. No, his insides are going to come out his yeah. butt if he does <laughs> that. I always, I always thought that that was like... Not wrong to do, but that it's was very yeah. wrong to do. Like that would hurt, yeah. right? Because you squeeze your nose, and then yeah. all that pressure inside of your head. You get like I think can't you get like a blood clot or a blood something or you can something get many like things. that? They, yeah. they used to tell us that your eyes were going to pop out of your head. Yes. Yeah. The funniest uh, sneezes are the ones where they do the big build up, oh, and, and then, then it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that yeah. always. Oh, I have a friend right? that goes the big build up, and then she goes. Phew. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. No, for me, it is like it hurts my it hurts my groin sometimes. I sneeze so hard. Really? Like, yeah, it's a full body convulsion. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, you're not allowed hard. to sneeze. They encourage you not to sneeze after you have a bypass surgery. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're not supposed to do a lot of things after you have yeah. a bypass surgery. <laughs> yeah. But I just laugh because I'm like, how can you control that? Yeah. Well, they also tell you not to push your poop. Yeah. Like around the room or out of, <laughs> or, or out of your body? <laughs> they say, have it come out naturally. They don't want you to push because you will die on the toilet. Uh, right. Oh. <laughs> push it around. <laughs> like you got a broom. Like with your foot? <laughs> um, okay, Sarah says here. Okay, this is great. Mocha, you have to get rid of your own hygiene care practices. And adopt either Roz's or Maury's. My high, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put an end to this right now because my choose? hygiene practices are not bad. No, not at all. So to answer your question, Sarah, I would much rather choose Roz's hygiene practices. Yeah, yeah but I, hold Maury's. on, hold on. I use soap. Roz does not. I use soap. He uses soap. What is it that you don't? You don't wash I your just hair. Don't wash my legs and your hair. Well, I wash my hair every now and then. Right. I don't, I I don't wash, wash my, my hair face. Every day. I don't wash my face. But the science backs me up, though. Sure, but Mocha, would you rather wash your hair or not wash your hair? Well, there are days I go without washing my hair. So I, can, I can't go a day without washing my hair. Yeah. And I wash my hair, legs. Huh? I wash my legs. Yeah, that's fine. But you also cover your body in your own boogers. Yeah. But the key word there is your own. Right. You cover your own body in, 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 in boogers. You wear the same underpants for five days. Yeah. And use all sorts of after weirdo the, creams the gym. Oh, on your face like, and stuff. Yeah, five or six creams a night. Like, yeah, yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. but then you could look like this. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Jeez. <laughs> clearly, you don't, clearly you don't know what a mirror is. God, you look like a like an old canoe or <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Yo, where did you come up with that one? I don't That's know. So it's just I, I took a I took a, I took one I took one long look and then it all just made sense to me. 
Just to, get, just to be clear, you said canoe or, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. No. Uh, Kenneth. I, I'm going to go with mine as well if I had to. If I, had to. <laughs> I know they didn't even ask me, but I, I, have, to, I have to speak up for myself. Um, Kenneth has a question for you, Roz. Yeah. Uh, in the cooking category, can mm. Roz tell us how he cooks the perfect pork barbecue ribs? No. Oh. And I'll tell you why, because I don't know if there is a perfect way to cook pork barbecue ribs. Um, I don't have the gear in order to make the absolutely perfect pork barbecue. Yeah. I don't have a smoker, right? Yeah. I don't. I know. Have, that's what you need. You really need yeah, a smoker. Like, I, don't, I don't have any of that stuff. So every sort of cheat way to get good ribs that I've come up with is because I don't have the capability of making truly awesome ribs. Mm -hmm. I can make good ribs, but I can't make truly awesome ribs. And for me anyway, it's just, I, and some people do, some people don't, but um, I prefer a sort of long sous vide, Mm -hmm. um, get everything all loosened up and nice and nice and tender. And then I make a sauce, but I don't like a sweet sauce, right? Yeah. I like, uh, I like a very savory sauce, but I'm, I go very, very, very little on the sauce. Like I, for the most part, even when I put the when I take the, the ribs out of the sous vide and I put them over um, over the barbecue, I go dry, right? Like it's a dry rub that mm. I that I put on them. And then if I do sauce, I do it at the very, very last minute. But so that for me, that's what the perfect rib is. It's like the difference if you go to if you go to St. Louis or if you go to Austin, Texas, and you go to St. Louis for barbecue and you go to Texas for barbecue. It's like going to two different worlds, right? You're playing two different sports at that sure. at that point because the the philosophy on what makes good barbecue is just so different. Um, so I can't give you the perfect rib recipe. But whatever you do do is amazing because you brought your meat in once and it was it's really good. <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> Some canoe or yeah. okay. <laughs> Keep your ass okay. over there. Right off the bone, eh, Mora? <laughs> <laughs> I will say. So the past two weeks, I found one and it's a. Super simple recipe. Yeah. And it actually works. It's like, it's it's decent. It's good enough. Um, but we just take uh, the ribs and put them in a, what do you call it? Those foil trays. Yeah. Right? And you put the rub. We have like this beef rub that Jenna really likes. Or you can do salt and pepper and cover it in that. Mm-hmm. And then a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar then goes into the tin foil pan. Mm-hmm. I cover it with foil then. Yeah. Crank up the barbecue to about anywhere between like 280 and 300. Yeah. Uh, and then I will cook the ribs on indirect heat, right? So the, the, the two burners are going, and then I put the uh, the tray, the tinfoil tray of the ribs on the side that there's no flame underneath. Mm-hmm. And I let that sit for about three hours. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I'm ready to finish it off, the bones are like popping out, sliding out. Yeah. Right. Then I put a little bit of sauce on it, put it on direct heat yeah. for like maybe three, four minutes. Just let it cook a little bit. And then that's how we do it. See, which which is I've, I've done something very similar to that. Um, but then I run into the problem of this, which is for me, what makes great ribs. OK, is I like to have a thick bark. Mm-hmm. Right. And the only way to get a thick bark is to cook them uncovered. Right. Right. That's how you that's how you get that bark. So I like, 
you know, I like the ease of foiling everything up indirect heat and then the bones just pop right out and they're great. Yeah. It's like a McRib. You can put that in between two mm-hmm. bread and, you know, you're going you're gonna to get a McRib, but you don't get that bark. And so I've been on the hunt for like the way to get that sort of perfect bark without having a smoker where you can't put them in there for 13, 14, See, 15 I think hours, you need smoker, right? smoker, yeah. So I don't know. So I've, I've made, like I've managed to, like I've, I've, I've done it before, um, but it's, it's so subjective, right? Like it's, yeah. it's crazy. But if you are, if you don't have a lot of gear, what I realized the, the thing to look up if you're looking up sort of rib recipes and this kind of thing, especially on YouTube, is the things you want to look up is look up apartment ribs mm-hmm. or condo ribs. I was people just going to ask, how do I do this without yeah, a barbecue? Pe- people usually call them two different things, yeah. and and that's how and it's people who don't have access to like any sort of outdoor open flame cooking, and that's what they people have spent years figuring out how to make the perfect ribs when the only thing you have is an oven and a broiler and some people even boil them ahead of time some people steam them ahead of time like there's all these sort of tricks that people have but if you don't have a lot of space and you don't have an outdoor kitchen just look up like apartment ribs or condo ribs i have a friend actually you mentioned boiled i have a friend who they boil the ribs yeah i know that and then they put it in the oven and then they finish it off on the barbecue it's a whole day thing yeah it's a whole day it's it's a yeah exactly a big three-part process right some, why I some only people eat ribs when my dad does them because I don't have that much right. time. Yeah, some people steam them too. Yeah, right? they'll 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 and because you can season them and then steam them. Yo, you know what my favorite is? Oh my god! Like, so I go to a lot of rib fests, right? Yeah, and they have them in the summertime. It's crazy. We used to go. Oh my god, my friends and I used to go to every Ooh. single one of them. When you go, do they give you multiple bones or do they just give you one bone from each stand? Like, how does that work? Oh, no, no, no. You pick, like, uh, whichever place you're going to go to. Yeah. Um, and then you get, like, your half a rack or oh, really? a that full much? rack. Yeah. Or oh. you can get, like, a third rack. You can get, like, a combo of things. Or uh, if you want a sample from, like, multiple places, you will have to go and buy, like, a third rack from every every. Oh, I got you. I didn't know that. Okay. But my absolute favorite, oh, I can't wait for Rib Fest to happen again, Yeah. is when you see them all making the ribs and they're all out there on mm, the grill yeah. and they have this brush that basically looks like a mop. Yeah, it's a and mini it mop. Is just soaked yeah. in the barbecue sauce. Sous. And they just like throw slather. it on top yeah. and then they exactly they just slather it and it's dri- oh my god. God. So good. I would be like, yeah. yo, how, let me get a combo and give me that mop. Yeah, I just want to suck the mop. Like, let me just put that in my mouth for one second. Just, just, I'm going to put my head back. I'm going to put my head back and then you put it in my mouth. <laughs> right? <laughs> Your boy's head's going to explode right now. I need that MP3. Uh, these are the questions that come from uh, Ask Razamoka. So, Anytime you see us post on Instagram at kiss925, load up the comment section with your questions and uh, we'll of course invite one of you to join us to ask your question live. Yes, Tim Moore. Can you not just buy rib meat? Do, or can you? Does it have to come with the bones? Can you go to a store and just buy rib meat? Like like huh? boneless Ri- ribs? Yeah. No. I don't even think a butcher would do that for you. No, that's impossible. No, because you you can't cut them out. Like you can't pop them out unless the the bones have to come out naturally through, I wonder through if you, cooking. Because then you could just make a stew or something. Why don't you just buy pork? Oh, is that what, yeah? But okay, I guess well, it's the same thing. Well, pork. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This has been the <laughs> Did you not know that ribs were pork? No, no, I did, but I didn't know if they tasted different. Like if if rib meat is different than like pork meat, like if there's a different pork meat. <laughs> Where do ribs come from? 
No, they're like, from like, the pork. Yeah. But I didn't know if it tasted from the like pig. thighs. Like yeah. thighs taste different. Well, of course than they wings. do. It's it's just like it's just like steak. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, I love me some barbecue pork wings. <laughs> Did you just say I needed to know if the thighs taste I need to know if the ribs taste different from the thighs taste different from the wings? Yeah, chicken ah! wings Talking. and chicken thighs. <laughs> the chicken thighs taste different different than chicken wings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I didn't know if rib meat tastes different than It does, it does. That's like saying pork tenderloin does taste different yeah, than see? ribs. Ribs do taste different than yeah. pork chops. Right. So that's why right. I was like, if you want that rib taste, can they Bacon cut the bone out? Bacon tastes different you? than all yeah. of them. So can right? the butcher cut the bones out for no, you? No, but then what are you left with? Like these just tiny little strips of like just pork, like meat. Yeah, and then if you want that rib taste without the bone, yeah, just get rib sauce. Why don't you, yeah? Why don't you just get a pork chop and then put some sauce on it? Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Problem <Jesus solved>. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.